Good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to today's hot and tasty new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. And I am one of your hosts, Mr. Boomstick XL. And this is a joyous day for sure. Not only is there a ton of Xbox news to get into, not only is the Tokyo Game Show uh, going on as we speak with some pretty interesting announcements for Xbox. But we are blessed to have royalty in the building. And yes, that is correct. The Xbox Pope will be joining us, talking about his new custom controller business, giving us a background history of who the Pope is, besides being one of the most fantastic artists in the entire community. But we're also going to get his opinion on some of the bigger topics we're going to be covering. And, of course, let's get into the introductions, and we'll start with our special guest. And, of course, again, royalty has once again blessed the building in the form of the Xbox Pope. Welcome welcome to the show, my brother. Yeah, it's about time because I, I know uh, I've talked about coming on for a long time. Um so it's great to be finally on the show. Well, it's, it's certainly great to have you. Cannot wait to hear some of your background history. Maybe we can throw some gaming history in there as well. And, of course, we're going to talk about your custom controller business, which, by the way, is something that the community has been asking for. And my favorite particular controller is, of course, the Coder, which is... And, and it seems to go right along uh, hand in hand with Cyberpunk 2077. But we will get into that momentarily. So let's continue with the introductions. Uh, first up, or next up, I should say, is someone that keeps the grease in the cogs rolling every show that we do. And that is Zemi Game. Zemi, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for saying yes what, about a year ago for letting me on the show, man. And <laughs> I, I am super, super excited because this is going to be a fantastic show. Pope, I'm a big fan of yours. I love your artwork. And uh, this is actually the first time we've ever, you know, gotten to, you know, speak, um, you know, I guess I was going to say in person, but we're not really in person, are we? But I guess through voice chat, right? Uh, but then I'm also really, really excited as well because tomorrow, boom, you know what happens? Oh, Mafia comes out. My dream comes true. Mafia <laughs> Definitive Edition finally releases, and I'm going to I'm going to try my hardest to beat that entire game in one day and then beat it again the next day. Wow. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, super excited to be here. Boom. Can't wait to you know jump into it, man. Well, thank you so much for being here. And yes, I am going to be buying uh, that uh, Mafia, uh, you know, the the uh, definitive edition, if you will, uh, tomorrow on Xbox. Today, I actually purchased Hades on the Nintendo Switch, which is a yeah, game that I that. yeah, it awesome. looks really, really good. I cannot wait to get into that. Obviously, I tagged you in Boxer Bear. Speaking of Boxer Bear, who is not only a part of this show, he is part of the Switch Brothers movement. And, you know, Boxer Bear, you have been putting out some absolutely astounding opinion pieces on your YouTube channel, which has exploded on the scene. Welcome to today's show. Well, thank you, Boom. Thank you. Yeah, my channel is doing great at the moment. Um, I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone for the fantastic support. I'm particularly happy to see you're doing amazing too, Boom. The, your stream from two days ago hit almost 20,000 views. This is awesome, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, it, it, has, been, it has been a whirlwind. This week, has, has it's the most content I've ever 
uh, published and put out. Uh, there's been a lot of news to talk about. I've done two impromptu shows, uh, both on Monday afternoon and um, one I did yesterday. Uh, and uh, it was um, 40,000 plus views so far this week, which is insane. Uh, yeah, 600 plus new subs. And uh, the, the love from the community has not, has been nothing short of amazing. So thank you for that. And of course, thank you for uh, you know, supporting obviously if you're new to the channel, listen, we want to say welcome because we, you know, obviously this is an Xbox show, but I do have multi-plat shows both in primetime gaming and breakfast with boom, which will be happening tomorrow morning at 10 AM. And everyone is welcomed in this circle. This is an inclusive kind of community that I am a part of and is a part and as a part of, you know, you know, double barrel gaming. So if you are a gamer that just likes talking about gaming, this might be the channel you might want to subscribe because we keep it real, we keep it 100, and we also keep it extremely hashtag fun. So let's continue with the other introduction, and it's going to be someone that has not only exploded on the scene himself, because not only is he on this particular program each and every week, he has found his way to two other very prominent uh, podcasts. VJ, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Boom, thank you for having me on today. Um, I'm excited for the show because Zemi's excited. Boxenberger, it's always a pleasure. Um, Xbox Popa, I've come across you a couple of times, but I'm really looking forward to learning more about you. And Boom, I've been on like five podcasts for the past <laughs> three weeks, and um, I have some semblance now of the love and the effort and definitely the energy you've been pouring into the community via your channel over the last several years. Anyway, with all that aside, Boom, I'm happy to be back, and as always, thank you for letting me speak my truth. Oh, well, absolutely. And you are certainly have been a tremendous addition to the, uh, uh, you know, to this podcast uh, each and every week. And uh, let me catch up on a few of the Super Chats. First of all, Sikyo Yumi dropped an outstanding $5 Super Chat before the show even went live. Said, good morning, Boob. Go check out the email. The wait is almost over from Microsoft and Xbox. It shows AC Valhalla and Dirt 5 in Game Pass. Uh, that is epic. And you know something? Um, we're going to talk about it in more detail tomorrow because I'm trying to get some more clarification behind the scenes with a few connections. And I know that uh, Larry Herb, who was on this show on uh, July 23rd, uh, and that's up on the channel if you want to catch up on that. Um, I got a chance to hang out with Larry for 20 minutes. And uh, on Twitter yesterday, he debunked that Dirt 5 and AC Valhalla would be going into Xbox Game Pass day and date. I'm going to be honest with you. I know that he debunked it, and I know that no one is more honest and pure than Larry Herb. But I, I'm kind of wondering if it was a mistake that they're just trying to cover up until the launch of the console and then drop the megaton that these two big AAA games are in Game Pass. I don't know if that's possible, but my God. What if you bring home your new Xbox or Xbox yeah, with an S? And and the wording from from Major Nelson was very very weird in his tweet when he it, debunked it. it um, so CD. he left definitely some doors open there. The, listen, I'm always in the camp that if they don't say no, there's a chance. So with that said. 
Thank you for the super chat. And like I said, once I get some more clarification, I'm, I'm trying to reach out to a a, some, some deeper channels as we speak. And we're going to get into it potentially tomorrow if I can get some clarification. Uh, but I also want to thank uh, Sean Carpenter, who drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says Taco Bell promos are up. Wish me luck, boys. Yeah, it would be kind of dope if you won an Xbox Series X. That would be kind of dope. Smitty Smith, our brother, bringing us back to church once again. Drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, great stream yesterday. Holy cow, hold on a sec. Um, Boom and Zemi, it looks like Boom has gone global with an international cast. Salute Boom, Zemi, VJ, Archimedes, and the Xbox Pope, the Book of X. Yeah, we, we welcome everybody here. This is this is a inclusive uh, kind of a um, um, show and uh, community. And the more people from around the world that we can get to listen to this show, who knows? Maybe, just maybe, we will be as big as the famous dealer. Colt Eastwood and those guys over on RDX. Maybe, just maybe. We'll see. But you know what? Those guys completely, if you did, if you missed uh, this Tuesday's um, RDX, uh, I say go give them a watch. Uh, not only was the show fantastic, it was really good. A lot, a lot of special guests. Aaron Greenberg was in the chat, which is pretty damn cool. And um, they broke 5,000 people watching in the live chat. Do you understand that these guys on RDX get more views and are more um, more popular than the conglomerate IGN podcast? That is a big deal. Uh, that is a really, really big deal. And well-deserved. And well-deserved, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, IGN is garbage. Let's, 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 call, let's call a spade a spade. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, I, IGN is just pure shit. Uh, and I'll say that live on the air because I don't owe them anything, any credence whatsoever. I will talk well about Dealer and those guys over there. Um, and uh, not a sh there's no hair on my tongue. But listen, let's continue with the Super Chats. First of all, Elemental P.O., oh, wow, a very generous friend of the show who has finally come back into the chat. Elemental P.O., thank you for being here, brother. And, of course, thank you for the final Super Chat. He says, congrats, boom, for the record views this week. Been listening, Xbox Japan hitting it out of the park. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tackle um, what's been going on there because, quite frankly, uh, Zemi had some really fantastic points of who this particular show was for. And uh, I think, and Zemi, I don't want to take your words for it, so we will wait for that particular topic to come up because, quite frankly, I think Microsoft might have just hit a grand slam. Uh, with what went on at uh, Tokyo Game Show. Um, the Bad Boy Live. Welcome to the show, my brother. He drops an outstanding $10 Super Chat. says, Microsoft kicked the door to Japan down today um, at the Tokyo Game Show. I cannot wait to play some of these games, both exclusive and those are uh, those were... those that were originally exclusive PlayStation 4, including Resident Evil 8. Yeah, well, well I mean, I think that was going to be um uh coming to the uh, Xbox anyway but the fact that it's there and they're and they're promoting it in Japan it's it's a big deal uh the regulator 951 drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and he says this Cold Eastwood just confirmed he in his new video that from from here on now anything made with by Bethesda is exclusive to Xbox and PC he breaks it down perfectly yeah we, listen we we are gonna get into. I'm writing an original topic for, um, for Monday evenings primetime gaming. Uh, it's going to use the word double standard. It's going to use the word uh, lo lo lots of terminology that has been used against Xbox. 
um, in the last couple of days. We're going to bring it to light. We're going to go deep into that. I'm currently writing it. I don't want to kind of let the, let the cat out of the bag, but it's going to be a big topic on Monday. Um, and Black Eye Dog drops an outstanding $5 super chest. Says, I, do I pre-order an expansion SSD? The answer is, I think you do. I, I, I pre-ordered mine this morning at Best Buy. Um, I don't like that they charge my card already and then they put the money back in. I hate when they do that, but I want that SSD and I think it's going to be worth it. Smitty Smith shows his generosity once again. He said, we all love you, Boom. You do us New Yorkers proud. Thank you. Well, thank you for the compliment, dude. And I love the, uh, all you guys back. Neil Mentum. My brother drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, boom, blowing up. I knew he would. Yeah, he has been behind me the whole time, and he has been telling me that this was going to happen. Even though I didn't believe him, he believed in me. So thank you for that. And it says, Dragon here, Yobi. Hey, Yobi, what's going on, dude? Long time no see, brother. I hope that you are well. He says, peace, love, life. And he goes, oh, and we know that we know that is Yobi when he's talking that because that is the best part of him. He says, boom, dropping some pos positivity and love to you, my man. And Xbox Pope, again, I'm behind you all the way. A, a panel, peace, love, life, love and prosperity. Wish you all good health. Miranda is the only one I love from IGN. Miranda's good people. I, I do like her. I think that she is she's fun. When you hear her talk, she is Miranda Sanchez, I, I believe that you mean. Yeah, I do like Miranda a lot. I, I'm I'm not saying everyone in IGN is you know garbage. I, that I should I should have said that from the beginning. There are a few people over there that I have lost a tremendous amount of respect for, um, and to 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 kind of throw the entire IGN under the bus without clarifying that kind of is, is, is on me as a, as a host. Um, but I don't want to start a war. I just say that I, I think IGN has lost a tremendous amount of clout with their pandering that they do for one company and not the other. And I think that it's gross. I think it's unprofessional. And I think that they have stooped to the, the, a new low when it comes to we're more concerned about clicks than content. And that's disgusting. Um, so I'll leave it at that. Kirby Louise, who was a guest yesterday, uh, it's great to have you on the show, and we will have him back. Drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat. Says the new official series, Tan is Super Cute, Xbox Anime, Anamorphism Mascot. Oh, yeah, that that, that was kind of dope. I, I kind of figured you would dig that for sure. And we also had a, my God, we had a $20. Okay, we did we did get to get the one. Thanks so much for that. So listen, let, let's reel this back in, and let's get into um the Xbox Pope, our very special guest. And Pope, listen, you and I have been talking for years. And this is Many the first years. time that you've uh you've you had a chance and we again we got we were able to get our schedules um together to get you on the program. And what we wanted to do today is uh two things. One, besides getting your um your 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 company's information out there so people may, you know could look into potentially um buying a custom controller from um, Pope Art. What I wanted to do is first, may maybe we get some new people who don't know who the Xbox Pope is. Now, again, it's probably a very small list of people because you are very popular. But why don't you give us a background of who the Xbox Pope is? Oh, God, who, who is he? Um, who is he is what we want to know. I, I, I kind of guess he's, uh, he's the guy who it was just super friendly you'll do anything for anybody and he's always trying to sort of crack a crack a smile let's say you know um 
But what he also does is he's, he's very observant. You know, you can see that you know, some people maybe down on their luck or not having such a good day. You know, so um, I'll create a little bit of fun fan art for them. Yeah, and, uh, j just just to sort of brighten that day up, you know, or, or make them feel a little bit special. Um, or the other side of things, I might look at streamers who I think you know, you know, it is they're actually quite good, you know, or YouTubers, and I'll create some art just to sort of give them attention, you know. Um, so so that's kind of the rule of Xbox Pope, really. He's um, just trying to make people smile. Well, listen, you know, what, one of the things that uh, immediately jump off the page when talking about you is um, how genuine you are as a person and how, how and how your art uh, for for both the PlayStation, because you, you, you've recently moved to making special, you know, custom PlayStations as well. Yeah. And how people really gravitate towards the artwork that you do. And for, for, for again, for for. For multiple consoles, both the PlayStation 4 you've done it for, the PlayStation 5, you've done some amazing um, Spider-Man renders. But more specifically for the Xbox community, because obviously you are the Xbox Pope. So let's let's uh, yeah. let's, let's push PlayStation off to the side where they belong, and let's, <laughs> let's, let's bring let's bring the Xbox in front and center, uh, which I think that they have earned, especially in the last couple of weeks. Uh, now, yeah. these designs that you do are themed, and some of the themes that you have put together have been everything from anime to some of the hottest IPs, as well as, of course, you know, stuff like Resident Evil. Uh, you know, you've done a ton of Marvel um, um, renders. Uh, wh where where do you get the, where where does the imagination start and stop when you're designing these 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 unbelievable pieces of art? So obviously it starts off with um, lots of requests, uh, not just on, um, on on Twitter, but on Instagram, you know. So, um, and then I'll compile a list. And there, there, there is no sort of going down the list. I kind of just bounce around. Depends what mood I'm in. Um, but what, what inspires it? Sometimes I'll dig a little into someone, um, not, not, into, not into that personal life you know but um I'll, I'll find some research on them that stuff that they like maybe colors that they like um and i'll try and personalize it a little bit or maybe put some hidden easter eggs in there um just so when they're looking at it and, and sometimes they don't always notice at first it's sometimes it's a couple of days later or maybe it's even a week later mm. and they go oh my god i couldn't believe you've just put this in how did you know about that you know it's it's um to me, they're meant to be quite personal to the people anyway, you know, because, you know, people say, when, when are you going to make these real? When are you going to, um, you know, when's Xbox going to hire you and, and make these real? But to be fair, then they're, they're never meant to be real. Um, it, and at the same time, they're never meant to sort of um, work in a sense because they're over complicated. And I, and I, I deliberately do that for a reason because, in the past when I've done concept art, people tend to steal the idea and make them, you know? <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, obviously you're, 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 listen, the one of the, I think the biggest thing you've ever done, uh, which I thought was super important to, to your brand was watermark all of the work that you do. And I think we all know 
who the Xbox Pope is. And when uh, you... well, there's people. There's, sorry, there's people who actually cut that bit out, but they get spotted. You know, I get, oh, yeah. mess- I get messages saying someone's putting your work on their website, or someone's putting their work as a thumbnail, or and and I think one thing you need to learn, and I've learned a long time ago, being a designer, you know. You should never look at things as people stealing or copying or it's more inspirational. So again, you know, if if they've got my work out there, it's only it's only promoting me. If that's true. Yeah, that that's that, that, so, definitely true for sure. You know, speaking of promoting, what I'd like to kind of do is I'd like to turn this on to what, what uh your 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 new your new venture. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, you, 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 you've heard the requests. Uh, me personally, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll say this right now, and I don't know, if, I don't know, if, I don't know if Aaron Greenberg's in the chat. I, I highly doubt he's tuning into this small show, but it would be kind of dope if he did. But <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows? Do you want us to send him a message? <laughs> no, you know, absolutely not. We only want, you know, everything. If Aaron has the time and he wants to pop in here, by all means, I'll, get, I'll send him a link and we'll get him on the show. How about that? Uh, but. One of the things I've always said to you personally, because we talk, uh, if you don't know, Pope and I were very good friends behind the scenes. We talk almost all the time. And I've always said, and I've said it, I've done it publicly. I've, I, you know, I've tagged Phil Spencer. I've tagged Mac Booty. Of course, I've tagged, uh, you know, Aaron Greenberg, that you should be working for them. I think that, you know, the custom console business um, is is a lucrative one in in, in a way where, you get people. I mean, listen. I I've owned as many as many as four different Xboxes, regardless of whether or not that was a 360 or the Xbox One. When it came to having custom consoles, I'm I'm a fan of the brand, so I'm going to continue to to buy custom work. Is you know, yeah. just who I am. Um, but you you took it a step further. You decided that you were going to create your own business, and and I believe it's called Pope underscore Art. And uh, you started with custom controllers. Now, I kind of want you. I want you kind of give give the people that are listening. We have over five hundred people here already. Yeah. You know what? What is Pope Art? And you know how how did you come up with the you know the idea to start this business? Who, who what what drove you to want to do this? So I mean, you know, I, I I do speak with the Xbox guys. You know, Phil. All the, the partnership guys, you, even the guys who design the um, the actual custom work controllers at Xbox, you know, mm-hmm. even in, you know, I, I talk quite frequent with uh, David Bryan, the guy who designed the Elite controller, you know. So it's no secret that I do have, you know, private chats with the guys at Xbox, you know. Um, and I know I understand people want us to, you know, to work there. And hey, it would be cool, you know, if the two, you know, if, if Phil says, you know, come work for Microsoft or Xbox, hey. But I think what people also have to understand as well is then that will restrict the limitations on what I definitely can and cannot do, you know. So, you know, gone is the fan art really because, uh, you know, I'm working for the, the industry itself, you know. Right. Um, so I think being a a good friend and having that close relationship and um and, and having their expertise and advice guiding us on on you know what i should do what i shouldn't do um but in all the meetings i've ever had it especially before i started the poor art 
business was I cannot degrade the Xbox brand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you buy a, a controller, like a Gears controller, let's say, or one of the other sort of custom controllers Xbox does, you know, they're, they're beautiful, you know, the 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 perfect thumbs, the perfect buttons, even the artwork on there is etched in, or it's you know, it, it's it's perfect, you know. And I understand there is other controller uh, companies out there who who do custom work, you know, like Colorway or even Scuff or yes. mm-hmm. um, controller, controller Gear, who've just recently done the Squadron controller, you know. Um, and they all know they all know who I am. They all, you know, I have had talks with them. It's not like um, they, they, they don't know who I am. But they have got their own companies to run and their own problems. So trying to sort of also put on board my custom work, it's you know, it, it's quite difficult. And what people don't realize is when you're starting to get into custom work is is is, is having to deal with quantities. Um because it's gone are the one or two controllers, it's into the thousands, the two thousands, the three thousands, you know. Yeah. Um, and all that comes at a cost. Um, and I think what people need to realize about custom custom controllers themselves is um, there, there isn't a special shop that you can go to and go, can I have 2,000 Xbox controllers, please, you know? Um, and you can't really go to Xbox and go, can I have 2,000 controllers? You know, you have to go through the right channels. You have to find these people, you know? Um and then going off the back of my controllers, and the one thing that you probably notice with other controller people that um, do custom art is there's two types of Xbox controllers. And maybe it's not many people know this, but there's the official ones, and then there's the non-official ones. Um, so you have to kind of be careful because... Although you think, all right, I'm paying you know eighty, hundred dollars for a, a custom spray job, the, the chances are at that price, that they're, they're not the real Xbox controllers, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate to use the the word because you know, fair enough to China if they can make thing, but they're just Chinese knockoffs type thing, you know. So, um, it, but if, they, if if that's how they make money, then that's how they make money. You see. Um, so you have to kind of be careful when it comes to that. So that's one of the things that I've had to source is where do you find, you know, official controllers, you know? And, um, I know a lot of the comments were in, when I launched mine was, well, are there going to be next gen controllers? Well, well, not yet because you, you can't even buy them in the shops yet, you know? So, right. You know, how, how the hell do I get a hold of them if I, you know, if you can't buy them? So, um, unfortunately, I've had to kind of use, you know, last last gen's controllers for now um, until I build the brand up. Uh, and then there's also the, the, so the next issue is the face plates. So there's there's a number of ways of doing face plates, you know, and, and you'll probably be fined in the lower price market is there may be stickers or 
it's an ultra thin vinyl that they apply on. Um, it, 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 and they'll sell them at a low cost because producing them's you know, super easy, you know. Um, they just print these things out and apply apply it on, and then they ship it out to you. Um, the other process is spray painting. So you would have a custom artist who would spray paint um, on the controllers. Uh, and then the last process would be hydro dipping. So they would hydro dip, you know, the artwork or the pattern onto a controller. So that's probably why you'll see in the in a lot of sort of sites where you you can buy cheaper controllers is the scrolly patterns or the you know like splash paints or things like that. You know, because that's all it is. It's just a simple process. But at the same time, the watch out there is the chances of them lasting a couple of weeks or a few months could be quite slim, you know. So especially if you're going to use it, um, if you're just going to display it on the shelf, well, it's fair. You know, it's it's going to be OK. Um, but my my goal was always to achieve Xbox standard controllers, you know. Yeah, high, high quality. And, and, and it seems like that you, you, you've been able to to merge that now the, the one thing i want to do before we you know we obviously move on to of course the main topics of the show hardly um, boom for, for interrupting but but yeah. may i ask one one additional question being the yeah, engineer yeah, in the room here <laughs> I, yeah. I have to ask this uh to, to the pope so um I've, I've seen your your teasers and videos now and i've always wondered did you uh, create are, are they now custom molded? Do you have uh, uh, created molded tools, or is it laser engraved, or so, how 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 is it so, done now? So that's what I was going to lead on to. To so speaking to the you know the hardware team at Xbox and stuff, it, it, it's it, it's a process of um, so it's called like IDML printing, or there's another okay. version of IML printing. So it's it it's heat impregnating. Mm -hmm. the design onto the controllers. So you can imagine that is a <laughs> a lot of cost element, you see. So yeah. the only way you can get that cost down is if I said, if if a bit like Microsoft, is if I start producing 50,000 run. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't do 50,000 runs because I ain't got the funds to, to pay for 50,000 controllers, you know. So um but I can do smaller runs, but obviously at a cost, you see. So yeah. that that's the kind of route I went down. So they're not sprayed. It's not a sticker. It's not hydro dipped. It's it's the same sort of qualities you, you would get if you were purchasing a, an Xbox custom controller, you know. The only downside element is, is they're not etched because obviously I can't do the etching tool, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But maybe it's next year because you know things always move and i think now that i've launched these it's triggered off a couple of more people who go and, and what you've got to also remember is there is no controllers out there that look like mine no that is for sure and to achieve what i've done is 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 fairly new to the industry you know to to create that almost three-dimensional look but at the same time being two-dimensional mm -hmm. uh, well yeah like for instance the coder looks like yeah. it's torn like it looks like if you if you were to touch it it would be torn and it would be raised but it's not 
exactly it's it's, it's absolutely incredible you know what real quick what i want to do and before we get we we move on i'll obviously get some some questions from the guys in the panel um i want to just move into the controversy um and i i want to bring that up because i think people especially the 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 um the ones causing the the uh the trouble if you will don't understand what what goes into and what risks go into starting a small business and putting everything on the line to get these custom controllers done the right way and i, th- I don't think they understand what the right way is and i know that uh, one of the uh, the controversies was the price of the controllers now yeah. folks I, I you know when you go to have custom work done whether that be for your home, whether that be for your car, whether that be for your your controller, you are going to pay a premium because it is artwork that you cannot get anywhere else. And just just kind of bring everybody up to speed the controversy that came behind the pricing of these controllers. Oh, I mean, uh, it, I mean, I, I knew, listen, I knew people were going to um, pick up on the cost. But going back to my first thing that I told you is I cannot degrade the brand, you know, and uh, and one thing I cannot do is 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 give controllers to the community that I I wouldn't even purchase. Uh, so it was always going to be a difficult one, you know, and 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 what people don't see behind the scenes is I've had to create a whole new box as well. So I've had to you know I had to design that I had had to get it manufactured prototypes made uh, the foam all die cut um and then i i, I give the extra addition because you know the community is fantastic and i love them so much as uh, you know i paid for the pin to be manufactured created and it's also in the box you know so you're not just buying a controller you know you're you're buying the controller the box the pin um and and because these are kind of let's say a limited edition uh, it's just once in a lifetime, you know, we've got to remember I've had so many requests for Pope to do real controllers. This was your opportunity, but also as a business, what people don't see is there there isn't a factory just around the corner from my house who can do this, you know. I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done in four different countries. Um, So someone's making the box, someone's making the pins, someone's making the controllers. Then it's all got to get imported, shipped to one location, then then put together, then shipped out. So, you know, it, this isn't just like me sitting back in my chair and, and, and watching the money roll in, you know. It's like uh, it took us two months to design them because what you've got to also consider is the Xbox controller has, has got a, a number of uh, curva- different curvatures. So there's some sharp curves, there's some not so sharp curves. Like there, there isn't a printer down the road that can just sort of print over the top of this. You know, it needs specialized equipment to to kind of do this. You know, so when you add all them all them things up, it comes to a price. You know, um, and, and, and that's all it is really. You know, but as time goes on. And, and I'm also learning as well. I can start, and I'm trying to fight with a bloody world that's riddled in COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, suppliers have been difficult to get. Controllers have been difficult to get because, you know, they're just not making them. 
um, because factories are shut down and um, workers are being sort of paid off work or so there's, there's a lot of things that I've had to deal with these past couple of months but still be jolly on Twitter you know and still be happy and then when you get these negative feedback without people thinking first about what was what was actually involved in creating that simple one controller that you can buy you know and I think the, the beauty of of me coming on the show and explaining the, the, the process is is listen I can deal with negative feedback it's the fact what I want you is to do really is just have a think before you start jumping on down someone's neck yes just, just realize like when you're doing something it's not as like I haven't got a magic button on my keyboard that that just makes controllers I haven't got a I haven't got a you know a shop down the road that can just say here yeah, make 10 ten thousand of them for us you know um it's like any business, you know, it just takes time to develop. Oh. Costs can be high at first, but as time goes on, you know, you, uh, things will get easier, things will get cheaper, things will get, and hopefully one day I can't reach out to the whole community, you know, but at the minute I, I can only reach out to a certain few, you know, let's say if people who've got a little bit of sort of extra funds, you know. Pope, you're um, doing this all out of the UK? You're you're in the UK, right? I'm based in the UK, but it's actually coming from the US. Um, right. No, I, I I can sympathise with you, and I'm, I'm just from speaking to you, just listening to you. Uh, I, I know your investment must be up 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 close to, if not surpassing, six figures. And um, I won't mention any companies, but I spent <clears throat> five years in uh, Hong Kong and China, um, specifically working with. Um, uh, manufacturers accessories and electronics so I, I i feel your pain and and even being there on the ground working with those guys it can be yeah. difficult let alone being sitting in the uk so uh my hat my tip my hat to uh, exactly and yeah like you say i can't I, you know i'm i'm on lockdown in the uk i can't travel to places yeah. and, and that and makes it all the more astonishing uh, so and i knew it was going to hit on the launch of the ps5 and the xbox so you know I'm not so I'm not trying to just justify myself to make people say, "Hey, we feel sorry for Pope now. I shouldn't, you know, let's go and buy his controller." Listen, listen, this is not a race. Like, if it takes next year to, for you to buy one, then just take your time, you know. Uh, it, it, this is just me experimenting. It's me trying to sort of achieve something where I want people to have Pope, Pope work in their hands and treasure them or put them on display or yep. whatever it is they want to do with them you know but at the same time i've also got to make sure that they actually work you know <laughs> like i can't just buy i don't know some chinese knockoffs and hope keep my fingers crossed that they actually work you know um so there is a quality there is a quality check to all this as well you know um and again, it comes at a cost. <laughs> um, well, I mean, look, I'll say this. You know, first of all, I want you, I want to thank you for coming over, coming on the show, and uh, and and explaining it because I think that there was a misunderstanding or potentially a misconception that um, uh, custom artwork is cheap. As a matter of fact, let me just catch up on some of the super chats that have come in. And, and just quickly, if you type in a code, poor art code, mm -hmm. you get you get thirty percent off right now. 
So there's seventy five dollars I'm giving. I'm taking off. Wow. And wow. I'm not even making the money in the first place. So I'm in pure negative equity. But hey, I'm doing this as a. I just want people to appreciate the controllers. So it was never really about the funds for me. It was, in fact, what people didn't realize as part of my business plan was any money that I made, it was going back into the community. So, you know, when we see people go, oh, you know, I'm struggling, I can't buy an Xbox or I can't do this. I could have funded that, you see. Um, oh, I see, man. Listen, so, folks, you're, you're, not only are you an incredible artist, but you are definitely one of the most kind and genuine people I've ever had the the the, the pleasure of not only meeting but having on this particular show. So, so, folks, you heard it right here live on the air. If you want an Xbox Pope custom controller right now, you can get seventy five dollars off with 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 a code that all you have to type in is what um, Pope Art. Yeah, it's just in the checkout section. So just to the, I think it's to the left, it'll say coupon or, or coupon code or something code. Um, and you just type in there, poor bot, and it'll instantly deduct. The only thing I can't control, and this is this has been the biggest pain in the arse, and, and, and I think it's for most businesses really, is I can't control the taxes in people's countries. <laughs> oh, well, dude, I mean, that's taxes are taxes, brother. You know, you about life, taxes and debt, um, you get both of them. <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to be as kind as I can. I'm trying to do my best. Even people in the UK, we get stung twice because we get the shipping import tax from the US and the UK. So I am trying to get a bulk sent to the UK. So then those who, who are interested in the UK, I'll I'll cover the cost. I'll actually incur the cost of the import from the US. And if you can just sort of pay for the postage and packaging in the UK, then it's only a few quid, really. But um, it just means I'm trying to give as much options as I can to do this. Um, and well, I, like I, I said, I'm not a Microsoft. I'm not an an Xbox multi-billion-dollar company. So. Um, it's easy for them guys, but just not for me right now, you know? Um, well, listen, you know, everything that you're doing is for the love of the community. And, and I think that you're going to see the community is going to respond in kind, uh, simply because your controllers are unbelievably designed. They are original designs. They, 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 Check all the boxes of what being a fan is all about and wanting to celebrate your fandom with custom work. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's catch from somebody's super chats and we're gonna get we're gonna move on to the first big topic of the day. Philly Eagle, a very generous friend of the show, drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says to the persistent mister, you you better have some respect for his name, Spencer. <laughs> Haters out there, six studios per Phil and 23 studios now under Phil. Uh, you know, uh, going up against Jim Ryan. Yeah, I mean, listen, what Phil has done is nothing short of unbelievable. Uh, he's taking the Xbox brand, its its fan base, its IPs, and its commitment to this community in in a direction that we've always wanted, and I think we're all going to get. Uh, Dragonheart Yobi drops an outstanding additional ten dollars super chat and says, "Boom is right. I'm getting some Mass Effect custom jewelry made, and it's going to run me twelve 
hundred dollars people really don't understand custom comes with a price because it's a personal style very well said smitty smith drops another outstanding five dollars super chat and says i'm in i'm in with you xbox pope i would rather pay uh, pay a premium price for a premium product and also your name and reputation is on the line too and pixel bit g another generous friend of the show drops an outstanding five dollars super chat says hey pope you don't need to explain the price. The work speaks for itself, and I was happy to support it. So, so that you plan to buy more. Uh, he he so, so plans to buy more. Cheers, man. And like I said, I think you're going to see people are going to respond in kind. But one of the smaller topics that happened to pop up in the chat, and it's, I just want this. Uh, this is this is. We're going to go into this uh, more more detailed on other shows, but Starfield has just been confirmed as to be an Xbox Series X slash S PC exclusive, meaning Starfield is not coming to a PlayStation 5. And like I said on yesterday's uh, impromptu um, discussion about whether or not um, you know th these titles, th these IPs should remain um, exclusive. I'm still in the camp that I would not let one IP onto the PlayStation. I would not let one character from any of these IPs even sit next to something that said PlayStation. And I say that not to be a dick. I say that because right now, Sony has the market. They have Mindshare. They have Market Share. They also have Spider-Man. They found a way to take Spider-Man, the face of Marvel, from a third-party multi-plat game and lock it behind their box. Not only do I find it to be disgusting, it was so off-putting that I originally canceled my pre-order. Now, I came around because I was kind of spiting my nose, to, cutting off my nose to spite my face because I really wanted to play Avengers. But with that said, the community was devastated. And I'm not saying you want to kind of do a tit-for-tat kind of a situation, but I think that Microsoft needs to leverage the $7.5 billion that they spent and make, make sure that the Xbox community not only feels special, but they we deserve to feel special. And how do you make your customers feel special? By giving them stuff you can't find anywhere else. And I hope that someone from Microsoft is listening and they take this message back to Phil. He said it. He said, I want to, when he was talking about it on CNN, about how they did this deal to let the Xbox community know they're in it for the long haul. And I think they did that in spades. Um, but I, I, I kind of want to just talk about um, uh, real quick what's going on in, of course, Tokyo, Japan. Uh, something, a little show called the Tokyo Game Show has uh, kicked off. And quite frankly, there's been some pretty um, big news. Now, Zemi, you got a chance to watch the show and you said something pretty damn interesting in the private uh, the private speak when we were you know behind the scenes i kind of want you to bring that back out to light what were your thoughts of what they showed i mean ultimately i thought that the show was was really 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 well done i was actually shocked at how well they you know showed off the xbox brand and and you know in 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 japan and, you know, as I was watching it, I was watching it on IGN, I, I kept noticing that there was a lot of uh, people, you know, in the in, in the chat 
and they were, you know, just kind of like, you know, what is going on? Like they were just like, they were kind of confused. I mean, it almost seemed like they kind of thought it was uh, that it was supposed to be just another Xbox event. Right. Um, but, but a big reason why I, I feel that Xbox did so strong in this event is because you know, the the event wasn't necessarily directed towards, you know, any of us in this in, in this podcast and probably anyone, you know, um, you know, in the chat right now, unless you live in Japan. Right. Like the the the, the show that they just did was solely directed towards uh, the Japanese audience and the way that they handled that with um with you know the the developers coming on and explaining the game uh, either in English or even in Japanese, I thought was very very well done because the Japanese culture is is vastly different than ours. I mean, if you go and, and watch Japanese news or even you know uh, like a Japanese television program or whatever, like you'll see that they are a lot more upbeat and a lot more energized and 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 you know, then, then like American news or American, like, you know, television programs and stuff like that. And, and they were really able to capture that during this, um, during, you know, the TGS. And I, and I was just blown away and, and how Phil Spencer, you know, opened up the show and how he was delivering the lines. I just thought fell very, very well into, you know, the audience that he was specifically speaking to at that moment in time, that being the Japanese audience. And I was I was very, very impressed with how Xbox, um, you know, did their show and, 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 and perceived the Xbox brand to that audience. I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah, I, I mean, going to be honest with you, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Obviously, I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, getting the show ready, you know, doing house chores because folks, I actually still work. Uh, at home, so I, I, you know, I make sure that the missus comes home uh, to a nice hot meal and a clean house because, you know, that's what good husbands do. But I, I am going to watch it after the show, but I do have all the notes in front of me because that's what a good producer does. And one of the games that I got a chance to take a look at that looked absolutely incredible was RPG Time: The Legend of Right. Wow! Not only. Is it going to be optimized for the Series X and S, which is dope because the game looks amazing. But it's launching on November 10th, and we're going to get into some of the big launch games, one of which that was confirmed. Actually, two that were confirmed. One was originally a PlayStation game, a PS5 exclusive, no longer a PS5 exclusive. And also another one that was confirmed that has me very, uh, my interest peaked. Uh, let, let's go box of bear. Did you get a chance to learn about anything that they were doing at the Tokyo game show? Any announcement shock you? Well, uh, I didn't ha have the chance to watch it live. Um, obviously I was at work <laughs> yeah. when it aired, but, um, I of course went over what, what they announced. Um, what stood out to me is a near rip replica. Um, we got the the first time real in-engine footage for that game. It's going to come out in, in spring next year. Looks really amazing. Um, I'm usually not the biggest fan of Japanese RPGs. JRPGs are not really my kind of thing. Um, but I got the chance to play Nier Automata, I think, last year somewhere. And I was really surprised. It, it was an absolute fantastic game oh um, it really is a good game if you missed out on that man my god it's so oh good. yeah 
It, 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 it was incredibly well done, um, especially when you played it a second and a third time, because the game really changed and you got, got the true ending after the third playthrough. I've never experienced something like that in a, in a, in a game before, and um, I can't wait to play uh, that game. The other announcements, to be frank, a um, couple of those games, I didn't even know what they are, um, um, but the, the near announcement is what stood out to me. Yeah, I, I thought that was a big announcement personally. The fact that it, you you because you got to remember originally that was PlayStation only, and the fact that that is going to yeah. be coming to uh, an Xbox near you is pretty interesting. Another little tidbit of information that I found to be because I'm I'm an old school cat. Like I, I played in obviously in the arcades and you know Samurai Showdown as it's known here in the states or Samurai Spirits in Japan has always held a. Uh, a, a very close place in my personal heart, especially my brother Neo Mental, who's listening, and we we fought each other for hours on you know, at a, at a time playing this game, and they they have confirmed that uh, Samurai Spirits uh, is launching, which was the 3D brawler. Uh, that's launching for the Series X and S on November 10th, and it's optimized, which is another big, big title. I mean, again, it's a fighter, but if you if you're like me and my brother Neo Mental, and we you know we're we're old school cats, and you like fighters, this is a big one. The other one that came to mind, and again, not a big title for many, but certainly for for old school cats like me, our type final two. I mean, that's a side-scrolling game. Our type, man. That that's you want to talk about OG side scrollers, man. This it looked absolutely fantastic, and I cannot wait to get my hands on that as well. You know, VJ, I'm not sure if you got a chance to look up anything that went on at the um, at the uh, TGS. You know, they confirmed that uh, Pragmata obviously is coming to Xbox. That looks that looks absolutely fantastic they showed resident evil 8 village which we already know is a multi-plat uh but the balan Wonderworld looked insanely cool uh and that also is coming to xbox as well and um that is launching on march 26 that's obviously going to be first quarter of uh next year and still looks good um are you did you get a chance to, to take a look at the tokyo game show uh, no, no, I didn't. Boom! But um, after hearing uh, what Zemi's perception was of um, the Xbox um, event, I'm really interested to go away and have a look at it after the show. But um, regarding your comment, uh, Balloon Wonder uh, Wonderworld is um, I still remember nights on the on the Sega Saturn, and that was yes. completely different, out of the blue, really, from Sega. I know I had a little bit of pop in. But um, it was something, uh, something fantastic, and it's just a shame it's taken them so long to <laughs> come up with another project, right? But um, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, it, it looks really good. I, I just want to kind of real comment before I bring the Pope in on this: um, is that uh, Phil Spencer being out there? Phil Spencer, you know, uh, you know, setting up the, the, you know, one of the things I, I think that if you look back at Microsoft, uh, one of their Achilles heel has been the way that they present themselves. Um, not necessarily in this country. Uh, it's been a, a bit of an Achilles heel in other countries. And I think, Zemi, you kind of really knocked it out of the park by saying that this show was presented not for us. Uh, um, I mean, are American companies covering it? Yeah, sure. It's video game news. It's the Tokyo game show. So it's important. Yeah. Um, but the way that you described it uh, on how it was presented to the Japanese community that is potentially going to invest in the Xbox brand is huge. And having a presence in Japan is something that, see, 
people don't understand. They, they had no foothold, not even a footprint. Hell, I have a fingerprint in Japan. But with obviously, you know, xCloud and the new consoles coming out and, and, and them really digging their heels in, in, you know, working with the Japanese community and developers, I, I think that this is going to be a much different generation. But uh, Pope, uh, you know, for you personally, you know, obviously you heard some of the na the games that we, we talked about. Any, anything jump off the page for you that you were like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm glad that's coming out for the Xbox? Do, do, do you know what it is? Because I'm, um, uh, you know, I'm a gamer, but I'm not a hardcore gamer because I never really get time, to be fair. But <laughs> one of the things, because, uh, you know, over the years, people have always said, you know, Xbox has struggled in, in the likes of Japan and stuff. Just from the show, and I've only just sort of speed went through it. Do you know what I think will be really a good seller out there is is the Xbox Series S. Oh yes, mm -hmm. because it's such a culture, and you know, and I think you've got to understand. Even here in England, we we've got so many cultures uh, on my doorstep, you know, and and people, you know, work in different ways here, you know. Um, and, and, and like you say, it's an American company, so they're easily going to think in that way. But I think the Series X being so small, compact, they can just sort of you know move it around. I think it's that is going to be key to to a lot of the success out there. Um, and and I don't think the Japanese market are so attached to. They need HD graphics or they need, you know, all this. It's, it's just the, literally the enjoy playing games, you know. Um, so I think from the show, I think they're going to stand well hardware-wise. Um, but yeah, the games looked just as, just as fantastic, you know. Um, well, it, you know, obviously it's going to be launching worldwide. This is, this is something that did not happen the last time. They launched in Japan almost a year later. Uh, when you when you look back to 2013, and obviously not having uh, enough consoles uh, to to launch in your in your, in that region, it hurt them, it, it, and it certainly made the Japanese uh, customer feel a certain a type of way. Um, you know, we know that Sony launched not initially, but it might have been a couple of weeks after, and that's understandable when you're trying to launch a new console. But the way Microsoft did it, again, it wasn't it wasn't done, uh, and it might have even rubbed the, the the community the wrong way. Um, and they were already on thin ice with uh, the Japanese market. But this time around, it seems like they have all of their ducks in order for sure. Um, and uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see, being that they're launching in 36 countries as opposed to uh, Sony only releasing in seven, how that is going to affect. Um, the brand, and I think again, I think this is going to be a much different generation. Do you know? Do you know another thing? I was kind of watching that Bethesda um, interview the other night with Phil and Tom and Howard and stuff like that. And do you know? I know we 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 know about Game Pass, you know. Yes. But what was fascinating is how much they celebrated Game Pass. You know that, like how they they finally understood it. It was like, oh my god, this is like, why have we not done this years ago? You know, it was almost, and it was fascinating to hear because I think, as was as Xbox starts to move into different countries, I think having that also attached to your account 
it, it's going to be it's going to be pretty spectacular for Xbox, I think. You know, yeah. Um, uh, and like I say, I don't care who sells the most consoles. It, it doesn't really it doesn't really enter my head. You know, um, but it's 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 nice to see a lot of people's hard work being rewarded. That's that's kind of how I look at things. You know. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and they, listen, you you, you got to give you got to give Phil and that team credit for turning around a brand that at at one point, you know, people don't understand how close this brand was to to, to close to going away, and it was Phil Phil Spencer and what he said to Satya Nadala that 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 you we have everything that we have, and that's why I'm so happy to see that success, the excitement with the community, the the selling out. Of the series s and x now of course if you didn't get one and i was very very lucky to acquire both well actually you know obviously if you missed it i got it live on the air i might even sweared when i got it i don't even remember i was so excited um i think i think you might have i, I i'm pretty sure i did I, I might even use the f word which i don't like to normally do but you know sometimes it just comes out i was i was <laughs> bummed 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 out of my mind but i finally got it now my brother and i are working to secure the one we're giving away uh and as soon as we can secure that we do have the uh, the PlayStation uh, paid for? Uh, Mrs. Boom has a Dual Sense and um, a new um, Series X controller, and of course, you know uh, the, the, f- the ten games we're going to give away. That's easy. That's just you know buying the games and sending over the code. But the the the, the last piece of the puzzle is another X to give away. And we're currently working on that. Um, but th- listen, I, I want to go into an, uh, the next topic as we close in on not only the first 60 minutes being past us, and this has been one hell of a 60-minute show so far. Uh, I want to want to celebrate and, and say thank you to the 800 people already in the chat. My God, folks, you don't understand. Is that record-breaking? I think it's record-breaking. Well, I, it might be. We haven't. I don't think we've ever had this many people in the chat, and it just seems like this week is a good week for Team Double Barrel Gaming because uh, listen, folks, I, I'm just a humble dude. This is a this was a hobby of mine, dream come true. It's a second career for me, and the unbelievable amount of support is just it's bananas. I original my, my original goal at the start of the year was five thousand subs um uh, by by the end of 2020 and obviously 2020 took a shit and it just you know threw a monkey wrench into everything but um the channel has exploded and I, i'm i'm i don't know a few, uh, under you what, with all these super chats i think you'd be uh buying yourself <laughs> a new house or something or listen well you know what we're doing (laughs) super chats have been ridiculous i mean they have been unbelievably generous and and that's why my wife and i and of course my brother neo mental are turning that money and giving it back into the community uh with uh with a a a 1500 dollar prize package in total for the first uh, to celebrate the launch of the series x and the playstation 5 and of course then we're going to do uh, a big giveaway tomorrow and then we're going to do christmas with boom which is another big one and we're taking the money from super chats and we're we're kind of giving it back to the community so it's going to be a lot of big announcements uh coming but you know what? What I want to so do. We're, is, we're very much alike. You say that's the that's the problem. Well, it? no, I mean that's that's the best we're, way to be. You know what? We're, we, we're too generous, aren't we? Boom. <laughs> you know what? I would rather be wrong for being generous than being right for being selfish. I guess, if that yeah. makes any sense. Um, and it's I funny. Believe, I always I always remember saying it's a, it's not about being noticed. It's about being remembered. You know. 
Oh, um, very good one, yes. And that's kind of what I like to stick to, you know, especially the, the stuff that I do, you know. it's um, yeah, It costs nothing to make someone smile. Yeah, I always say at the end of every show, it doesn't cost anything to be nice, man. My, my pop yeah. taught me that one uh, early and often. Um, but you know what? This this next topic, this next topic is a little spicy, folks. So get, so get ready because... This is um this is uh Microsoft kind of ex Microsoft employee kind of scratching back at the at, at not only Sony but the community now, you know when Sony decided to change gears after telling everyone that next generation starts with the PlayStation Five and that many of their huge AAA first party titles would not be released on the PlayStation Four, leaving one hundred and ten plus million gamers forced into buying a new PlayStation 5. Well, they did a 180 as we know, and many in the pe many people in the community are crying foul. Well, one said person, former Xbox staffer, our Albert Pinello, had some choice words for many in the community for their attacks on Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, Matt Booty and many others who represent the Xbox brand. Now, Albert Pinello, if you don't know, was Microsoft's senior director of console marketing. He joined the company back in October of 2000 and was tasked with overseeing all hardware, accessories, and experiences planned for Xbox and Microsoft's interactive entertainment division. He left after 18 years and is currently employed at Amazon. Now, here is what Albert had to say after the PS5 event and what transpired shortly after. He says, interesting turn of events today. Things that were held as being core to Sony's philosophy, we believe in generations, in parentheses, and bad messaging by Microsoft console exclusives, also on PC, were both embraced on today's show. Good validation for the Xbox strategy. He also continues with this. I'm just reminded of all of the crap that was thrown at Aaron Greenberg over console exclusive messaging, which was very clear and very accurate, only to have it show up at the top of Sony's show today. I assume there will be a flood of apologies on Aaron's feed. Now we know he didn't get any of those. And this really, uh, you know, th this this way, oh, someone's ringing. That's wonderful. Uh, you know what, uh, Sammy, take, take, take the question, brother. So, I mean, I, I think the, the, you know, overall, you know, he didn't get any apologies, right? And, and I don't think that that's going to come as a shocker to really anyone, right? Um, and, 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 you know, to me personally, like my own integrity is very, very important to me. And so whenever I go out and I say something and I'm wrong, I, I own up to it, right? Like I, I, I truly do. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I never go out and like maliciously attack, you know, any, any, you know, any person, even if they're, you know, the, the worst person on the planet, I'm not going to go out and maliciously attack them. Um, but in, in those types of situations, I think an apology is definitely, uh, kind of, kind of should be expected. Um, you know, I, I don't 100% remember a lot of the things that were said, you know, towards, uh, Aaron Greenberg and, and just team Xbox in general. And, um, 
or or who specifically said those things. Um, and I would say, you know, on, on the on the lines of, you know, who should give an apology, who shouldn't give an apology. You know, if uh, any of the individuals that, you know, were were, you know, maliciously slandering Xbox, trying to diminish their brand and just talking awful about them. Absolutely. Those people should have to or maybe not have to. Right. I mean, we don't live in a dictatorship, but those, those you know, it, it should kind of be expected for those people to give an apology. Now, you know, any media sites that might have just disagreed with Microsoft's approach, they just had a different opinion on what they thought um, you know, Xbox should be doing and how, you know, they potentially thought that the direction that Sony was doing was better and, and there wasn't anything malicious or slanderous about what they were saying. Of course, I don't think that they, you know, need to necessarily give out, you know, an apology. Um, but for, you know, a lot of these, you know, for a lot of these news sites and, and, and even content creators like us, you know, for any of the ones that were, you know, slandering and all this different stuff, I mean, no apology is ever, I don't think anyone is going to really expect any apology to come from them. Um, but, but in moments like this, I think it's really important to, to always back check what the people who you're listening to or who you're reading, you know, the content that they produce, you know, keep in mind what they're saying and, you know, each and every week and make sure that it, that it stands up. Right. You know, if I come on this podcast one day and I'm talking about how much, uh, you know, Xbox is the greatest thing. And then next week I come on here and I'm saying Xbox is the worst company ever. We should we should burn them down to the ground. And then the following week I come back, you know, cheering, Phil, you know, Phil Spencer and always saying, you know, oh, I always said he knew exactly what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I, I think you definitely need, you know, at least in, in, in these times today, probably more than ever, you need to keep a constant, you know, constant vigilance out there of of what the people that you're, you know, getting your news from, what they're constantly saying so that in a moment like this, you you know, where is the most accurate source to get your news? And for a lot of these, you know, um, content creators and people in media, I think a lot of people kind of forget how social media remembers, right? Yeah, I think a lot of the the writers who, you know, wrote slanderous things about Xbox and, and was building up Sony, um, I, I think a lot of them kind of think that, you know, they can say whatever they want one week and then, you know, say something else the, the next week and no one's going to remember and there's not going to be any consequences. Um, you know, so even, even if these people don't go out and, and explicitly apologize to Xbox, which, which they won't, you know, if, if they were slanderous and, and, and all that, even if they don't do that, they will definitely, it will catch up to them. There, there will be repercussions down the line for, for them, you know, flip-flopping and, and going back and forth and, um, and, and just not keeping with their, you know, keeping up any form of integrity. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I apologize for the uh, unbelievable ringing that you heard. That was Amazon li literally destroying my podcast live on the air. I, I, again, I always say this. I feel like Greg Miller. I don't have a studio like Greg. Eventually, I will have one uh, when someone picks me up and syndicates uh, Double Barrel Gaming. Well, one day, one day. Uh, but you know what? Um, I, I want to go to a Box of Air next on this because this is, again, it, it is a little spicy. It is a little controversial but we have seen 
the um the the pandering that sony gets from many of these sites and i really have to uh not only applaud but champion albert pernello for calling him out now granted he didn't specifically say a particular site i think that was wise of him because you know he obviously still works for amazon and he doesn't want any trouble but the fact that he mentioned it i mean listen we know that Aaron Greenberg gets shit all the time for something that he says. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I've, I've kind of, you know, been a little hard every now and again. And he does something. He puts something on Twitter that that's misconstrued or it's not clear. And but I, I would never I, I never bashed him because obviously we all make mistakes. I think Aaron is not only a fantastic human being. I think the guy is perfect for what he does. And he is. I mean, listen, when you compare um a big time, big position executives that go and out of their way to speak to the community. You're not getting that in Nintendo. You're not getting that from Sony. You are getting you are getting that only from Microsoft. So of course, I loved the fact that Albert Pinello came out and you know put on the Earth Defense Force shield uh, and, uh, and 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 kind of pointed this out that hey, listen, you know, it wasn't fair. What what are your thoughts of Albert's uh, comments regarding the shit that um that uh, Aaron Greenberg got from a lot of the mainstream media? Yeah, I I, I loved it um, because he, he's spot on. Um, but. He, uh, if he were still were in the Microsoft executive ranks, he would never be able to to speak up like that. Um, and I think it's only fair to say uh, what he said because um, if if we look at the whole media landscape um, and uh, also a lot of the of the bigger influencers on YouTube and, and other social media channels. Um, that there is no denying that there is a double standard sometimes when it comes to to the Xbox brand and how Xbox handles handles things. And we have to give Xbox credit for being so transparent over the last year or so um, leading up to this console launch. Um, it's, it's a complete different Microsoft than we have seen in 2013. Yeah, And um, I think people do not give them enough credit for being that open. Um, if, if I look at my question list that I have about the PlayStation 5, um, and if I look at the questions I have um, about the Xbox, um, this, this, there's just a significant um, a delta uh, in, in between. Yes. Two. Um, you know, why don't you touch on that for a second? Because you said something that's interesting, Boxer Bear, and I hope yeah. that you do a video on this because you have a certain way of breaking it down where you make it super accessible. This is a roles reversal. This is this is if you if you if you take both companies and you go back to 2013 and now you move you move forward seven spaces to 2020, and you, you basically are just taking two companies and switching them because the transparent and the consumer friendly and the price friendly and the power xbox the misconception the lies the the deceitfulness the uh you know no no, no clarification that's sony right now yeah yeah it is um i, I covered uh, a few things on of this um on my video from monday um where i asked the question uh, why don't uh, sony fans speak up because this is really the, the the thing that that 
I have to ask myself, I, I can understand trying Sony making those moves. Yeah? They just want to make more money. Yeah? That's that's what every company wants to, to make. <laughs> yes. Microsoft didn't buy um, Bethesda because uh, they want to do a goodwill to us. They want to make that money back. Yeah, But the way how they do it is just different. Yeah? They try to to sell you value right now. Sony tries a different thing. And um, as much as, or, or don't get me wrong, of, of course I, I speak up against that um, practices that they have right now, the lies and the, and the, the weird messaging and the really not customer-friendly moves. Um, but I understand why Sony is doing it. What I don't understand is that the fans don't, argue about that we have of course the exceptions joe who is unfortunately not here today is a big playstation fan and he is one of the rare exceptions that that really speak up and say this is not good what sony does but i've i've posted um this on twitter and when i <laughs> went through the comments um it was one of my most successful tweets ever i it got like i don't know 800 likes or something um and hundreds of comments and when i browsed through that thread um i've seen PlayStation guys making excuses after excuse after excuse. And this is what I don't understand. Why can't, can't they speak up against Sony? The Xbox fans do it. They do it all the time. When when Xbox didn't have first-party games, the Xbox community, everyone here on, uh, in, on the panel, many of those in the chat, I've seen the, the Xbox fans constantly speak up. Xbox should do this better or that better. And I don't see that... Um, that much from the from the PlayStation community, and this is what 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 I do not understand. Because if we don't speak up as gamers, um, and I'm, I'm also a PlayStation fan, even though I'm here on not right now on the Xbox Factor podcast, um, I'm also a PlayStation fan, and I want to do them. Uh, want to do is want, want that Sony does better by me because I've spent a lot of money investing in their ecosystem and a lot of time, and I I just I, I just. I'm not aligned with the way how they handled uh, their businesses right now. Um, and it, it's it's just strange to me to see that the community is, is not speaking up against that. I've seen comments like, it's okay that they increase the game prices. I mean, I would pay $100 per game because the PlayStation games are so good and, I, and, and stuff like that. This is something I really do not understand. Um, but maybe this is also a bit a thing of the year 2020 right now. Because if Sony would have done that three, four years ago, probably we wouldn't notice it that much. Um, but since Microsoft has really changed the way how they handle their their businesses, it, it really uh, starts to get to me. Um, because paying now 80 euros here in Germany, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> which uh, so we, we were already at the price of 70, yeah, uh, so it increased to 80. 80. Paying 80 euros for a game, just for instance, yeah, um, uh, is, is really starting to annoy me when I pay 15 euros a month for Game Pass Ultimate and I get hundreds of games to play. And um, being transparent, I just know that my stuff works, um, on, on the on the Xbox, all my controllers, my headsets. I don't know. Can I can I use my Astro A50 on the PlayStation 5? I don't know if I have to save extra money to to buy a new headset. I don't know that from from PlayStation right now. And it starts to annoy me because um, the, the way how Microsoft is handling um, 
their their approach to to the next generation right now um is is so different than we what we are used to in the console business that of course sony is is looking not as uh, or, or, or is looking worse <laughs> right now than they are actually are because five three four five years ago this was the standard how generations work how the console business the video game industry works it's just the standard it's it's nothing strange but since microsoft has changed the industry it it starts to bother me more and um i hope that that more in the playstation community just speak up um because i want sony to do better by us gamers well, you know what? There's the, the one thing that continues to arise when talking about Sony in 2020 is the word arrogance. Um, and if there's one person that exudes uh, arrogance, it's uh, it, it's it's Jim Ryan for sure. And I, I don't mean it as disrespect. I mean that you know the guy's a businessman. I understand he has done amazing things in Europe for the PlayStation brand. I've talked about that on this program and on Breakfast Room numerous times. But there is an arrogance to Sony where they feel because they're the market leader that they cannot make a mistake. They can't falter. They can't lose. Um, you know, the, the fans. And I think that that is coming into play now. I think their arrogance is going to hurt them. I think their reluctance to tell us about a console that releases in, in less than seven weeks. You know, we, we have known everything and anything about the Xbox Series X. We found out about the S just recently, and Microsoft has been as transparent as a piece of glass, whereas Sony has been a tinted window that you kind of can see through, but you don't really know what's behind there. And that arrogance might be something that we saw come into play in during the PlayStation 3 era. Now, again, this is, this is not a, an attempt to bash Sony in any way. We just have to speak the truth. Um, VJ, you know, you've been sitting there, you've heard uh, the, the, you've heard Zemi, you've heard my points, you, you've heard obviously Boxer Bear. Uh, I want to bring you in, but I also want to introduce Crispy Bomb. Welcome to the program, dude. Oh, what's up? I, I saw it a little too late, but I'm here. No, so. no, listen, dude, you're, 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 you're right in the nick of time because the first half of the show, we were talking to our incredible royal guest known as the xbox pope and we're going to get his opinion secondly and we're going to come back to you about this i know you're going to have some choice words for this particular topic uh but uh vj you, you you've you've heard what we've said so far i mean what what are your thoughts on uh, on the way albert Pinello defended um aaron greenberg and rightfully so in my opinion um i've listened to everyone's opinion so far and there's just so many comments and views here so i'm going to give my opinion from my narrow band of frequency that i live within so just to caveat what i'm going to say because it might be a little bit all over the place but remember that i'm trying to look at this from everybody's point of view sony's xboxes greenberg's everyone's even the press so it may come across slightly contradictory but here goes um it's it for me from what i'm being seeing it seems to me that whatever microsoft or xbox do in regards of moving the console industry forward is met with a subtle degree of suspicion apprehension or even displeasure the brand doesn't hold a special place in people's hearts other than the hardcore regardless of 
owning a game system or not, say like Nintendo does. So the majority of the media outlets that I've come across uh, to me are inept and should not be given the designation of mainstream media journalists, let alone <laughs> investigative journalists, right? So that begs a question, why would you expect uh, or actually, why would you even want an apology from people who have probably never spent a day working at a publisher, a developer, or even a, or a retail outlet, nor probably even visited a trade show or a consumer event uh, to speak to people in industry, or uh, have they even have they ever even sort of like reached out to indie developers trying to promote them, trying to promote them? Uh, well, those guys are trying to promote themselves on social media, uh, which is difficult given how much traffic there is on there, but to approach them and do a deep dive article on them and give them exposure. They only tend to sort of, from what I'm seeing, right, this is from my perspective, is that they seem to regurgitate sort of ill-informed Ill or poorly analyzed rumors or speculation uh, or paraphrase, paraphrase quotes and so on and so forth, or, or, or they present when, when it's really quiet, they seem to present sort of like baseless scenarios with no real substance or thought given to them. And that's my fundamental issue. You, you have to look at the possible reasons why this is happening to Xbox more so than to the other two. I think Halo Infinite is a good one, a good one to just to look at. In July uh, was supposed to be, when the showcase happened, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, was to be the first major title launch from Xbox Studios that was supposed to blow the public away. It was supposed to be that cross-platform and cross-hardware generation title to showcase that game design and visuals to a degree uh, wouldn't be held back and that we would get to experience um, these future games and on older consoles, you know, minus the next generation enhancements, right? And we obviously, you know, we're, we're not silly, right? We've discussed this on the show and there's plenty of intelligent panel members here, right? And, and on the other shows that I've been listening to, right? On the Mondays and the Fridays, right? And from what I've ascertained from, from you guys and, and from other channels that I listen to, we shouldn't really expect to see uh, more on offer from PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X games right now for at least another 12 months, other than enhancements such as ray tracing or, or improved physics for destruction, clothes sims, visual effects, frame rates, resolution, and loading times, right? And pretty much everything that's available on, on, on high-end gaming PCs. The true next generation of games can't, can't wait, right? Come, sorry, can wait, right, until install bases make it feasible to, to, to release them. Everything we are seeing right now seems to be on a on a current sort of souped-up PS4 and Xbox engines uh, akin to sort of like Unreal 4.25. It, it was Xbox's inability to execute and deliver the Halo Infinite game in order to establish and cement its promise and capabilities. You, you, you have to deliver on your mission statement. And I think that was a big one. Don't just sort of place written and spoken words into the universe and expect them to stick. And King David made a really good point. If you spit upwards, it's better to come back and hit you in the face, right? And I'm yep. speaking to Aaron Greenberg here, right? Because in May, he tweeted out where he said, I think it was after Sony, and I think it was in May, correct me if I'm wrong, my memory's not as what it, what it used to be, but he said, you know, we believe in generations of hardware, a noble, and I, and I believe that that was a noble and welcome gesture, but to execute and deliver uh, was critical because you you've placed your brand and reputation in the line of fire, and that's what the press and the media look to do with anyone saying anything, right? That's how they generate clicks, news, and information, and, and, and growth, right? You can't just, and so for, for, for Phil and his team and everything that they're do, doing, it is great, but they, they can't take the eye off the ball um, and understand the ramifications of uh, not just um, uh, what they say, but in terms of how the Xbox fans 
and the fan base take it, but also more importantly to the three billion consumers that um, that um, I think it was Phil Spencer, yeah, it was Phil that was on Fox and CNN after the Bethesda announcement, and he kept repeating that on on, on CNN and Fox that those are the ones that are enticing uh, that they're targeting and enticing towards the Xbox ecosystem. So fans of a service or device, whether you're Nintendo, PlayStation, or Xbox, in my lifetime, can often be forgiving. And quite frankly, frankly, uh, I see that. Uh, I see the most loyalty, an incredible amount of lo loyalty from Xbox fans over the last seven difficult years, in my opinion. Yeah. Just for their loyalty, but their tenacity to demand better. And all in all, they have forced Xbox into a 180 and made them respond. And I would say, do not let up. Yeah, great getting, point. Great point. Same goes for fans of Nintendo and Sony. They should look at what has occurred over at Xbox over the last two to three years and analyze the situation rather than go around throwing playground insults and, and ill-informed critique at, uh, at game-changing game services that were and still are in a constant stage of evolving the you know, over at the opposition, right? And the opposition is having to look at this, right? And I'm talking about Game Pass here, right? Just in case you're wondering what the hell is he going on about, right? So, and that goes further... <laughs> That goes for the mainstream media, and and this especially goes for the mainstream media and professional analysis. Uh, sorry, and anal analysts out there um, who who aren't really thinking in that way, right? They're looking at something half baked and forming an opinion on that. How can you, right? So Microsoft at times, in my opinion, will have thought, you know, during the 2013 up to up to now, the last seven years, that they're a professional business outfit, right? They would have thought about cutting bait and switching their attention to another industry or or business opportunity other than Xbox. I believe, from what I've seen, being in the in in, in the community and and boom, you know, I haven't been here very long, right? But I believe some Xbox fans over the years believe more in Xbox than some people, past and present, that have actually been working at Microsoft or Xbox itself. Now, yeah. Bethesda, right? The deal, right? For me, look, I, I'm an analytical person, and I take and I don't sort of get emotional about these things. But for me, it's not a bold, smart, brave, intelligent, magnificent, or even a strategic move by Microsoft. Even though Xbox fans are excited, I'm not taking anything away from them. From my perspective, it's a fact that they had to do what was necessary so to not be left behind again. It's the inorganic approach that I feel that people are seeing and subconsciously not at ease with. That's what I think is going on. Microsoft spent $7.8 billion acquiring Nokia, right? That's still fresh in my mind. It, in a matter of a few years, Microsoft decided to write that deal off completely for a value of over $8 billion. And let's not forget, right, the 7,800, I think it was 7,800 people right, that were laid off. Microsoft bought Nokia again. They bought it, why? To grow their mobile division and to dominate an industry inorganically. This does not always work and can have a human cost to it, which we, we really, really can't ignore. Another issue is in the trust level of the Xbox brand. And this is why what Zemi was saying earlier, I'm really intrigued to see what that whole uh, expose was that uh, Phil and the, and the team did over there. It's really important to have actually look at, look at. But anyway, getting back to it. So building the trust level back into the Xbox brand and rebuilding the brand will take time. Again, people aren't patient, right? The media aren't patient. They'll just jump on it today. And if they do build the brand successfully going forward, they'll just say, oh my goodness, you know, Xbox, the talk of the town and so on and so forth. But you have to understand um, that this is a US-based podcast. And I'm only suggesting this politely you don't truly understand and grasp how poorly the Xbox brand has been mismanaged and thus not perceived and respected very well outside of the US. This must be mm -hmm. addressed. 
opinion. Stop appealing to the local and focus on making Xbox a more global, accessible brand. And how do you do that? Um, forget about what you think you know, Xbox. Go native in territories, go deep, go there and understand every culture. You still don't have exceptional people capable and I have experienced this firsthand working with Xbox. So I know right from the past, right? Maybe it's changed right now, but I don't see those changes coming through right now. Maybe they will. And maybe this show that Zemi talked about, that's why it's so fascinating for him. I'm going to definitely go away, going to go away and watch it and drop the Microsoft branding. So, and you're going to ask me like, why, why drop the Microsoft branding, right? You can break down to a couple of shows ago, right? Why and why and how, and I broke it down on, on this very channel. So I just want to just make a quick mention on Sony, if I can, boom, if that's okay. Yeah, sure, go ahead. So. This is, this is also Sony's philosophy in terms of what I said in developing cultures and, and working in countries, and, and so is it Nintendo's, right? And that's why they and Nintendo have a special place in people's hearts. They've blossomed over time. They've, they've worked more, how can I say, they've, they've, grow, they've grown and blossomed in a, an organic way, not an entirely artificial way. Of course, they've made acquisitions over time, right? It's just part of the process. But... This is why Sony, this is why for me Sony and Nintendo are more admired and you can't take it away from they've they've built um, they've built what they have but again nothing lasts forever and I think that is the point that you made boom just towards the end of your on, end of the last thing you just said right that brought something to my mind longer term and, and I know that Jim is a professional he's been in the industry a long time he's extremely capable he's proven to be so but is he the guy of breaking down Sony PlayStation modernizing it optimizing it and rebuilding it if economics dictate and I'm talking about Microsoft and Game Pass the situation and, the, and if the need for it arises, who's giving Jim counsel and perspective? And, and I'm, I'll explain why I'm asking that question, right? And it's all about what, what you've been saying, uh, Boom. I asked the question, since they have recently shown that they are at an inf infliction point, and that's normally caused by a lack of time and pressure, big decisions in a short amount of time and mistakes can occur. And they traditionally do. And we've been seeing that, right, from both sides, but more so recently from Sony. That's what's quite concerning, right? Pressure can be telling, right? We're only human beings at the at the end of the day. But I can go into that more, but maybe another podcast or so on and so forth. So just yeah, to wrap, yeah. talking about Sony, why did Sony seemingly do a U-turn on its policy of truly focusing on next generations uh, uh, and saying that that's our only focus and strategy? Um, and I think this is not a... A strong one but i think it was a gamble to play it out this way by by jim by uh put yourself in jim's shoes right if he had come out with this true strategy prior to xbox series uh s and x pricing announcements and so on and so forth phil and co would definitely have priced their slower to attack and eat into the 110 billion playstation 4 owners right mm -hmm. they had to hold on to the cross-generational news I probably would have as well, right? Not knowing where the pricing is going to land, and and it did, and it fooled even even Aaron fell for it, right? With his tweet that he came out, right, and to, to counter what it was, right? And, and it may have paid off, and I may be completely off the mark, right? But we're we're hypothesizing here, right? I'm not I'm not a, I don't have a crystal ball in front of me. However, calling Sony liars uh, is a little strong, in my opinion. Withholding pertinent information could be a claim laid at Sony's doorstep, in my opinion. None of us have actually parted with any cash prior to the announcement. And although we may have been provided the information a little late, we still have a personal choice and decision to make. And I think the announcement that Sony are remaining multi-format across PlayStation 4 and PS5 makes total sense. And, and, and obviously a lot of people will be happy with it, especially the PlayStation 4 owners. Since, since they're going to want to carefully shepherd those 110 million PlayStation 4 owners 
and which is probably going to rise to 150 million, right, across to the PS5 over the next three or four years. It's, it's logical, right? And if you and even if you did pre-order and you have you still got two months to cancel your order if you're not happy and, and switch over to Xbox, which at the moment is offering just I don't know. It's like free candy in a store, right? Go crazy. So I don't see a narrative or a conspiracy or a problem. The issue is we expect uh, Sony fans, if you are a Sony fan, to be better, upfront and honest. We all want transparency from game companies. Yeah, I mean, I'll stop you right there because I I, I could see that you're definitely coming on to the point. Listen, this is where we disagree. Sony straight up lied. VAJ, I respect everything that you talk about, but dude, they came out and they told us that they care about generation. Freaking the head of Sony said that. And when he said generations, he said that we go out of our way to make new tech so you can experience new hardware and we leave that other hardware behind and they said that to and and, and my and I, i'll use this term even though it, it may not be in 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 actual working order for it terror tactics in my opinion business terror tactics to scare the consumer into mm-hmm. holy shit i need a playstation 5 otherwise i'm not playing spider-man miles morales and they dangled that carrot as a matter of fact they even went out of their way to have insomniac say we are building Spider-Man Miles Morales from the ground up for the PlayStation 5, and it can only be on the PlayStation 5. That is a straight-up lie from yeah. both of them. I, I agree. I highly recommend to watch my video from Monday where I exactly edited his statement from the June event. Yes, June this year. This is only I three mean, months I, ago. I, I definitely agree that it that it was Sony lying. But what I will say is that they were technically lying about doing a very awful anti-consumer practice, and then they decided to revert and doing an actual good, you know, consumer-friendly action, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like they were lying about doing something great for consumers and then turning around and doing something awful for consumers. It was the complete opposite of no, that. No, no, so no. to me, I don't perceive the lie that they did as being that terrible of a thing. No, but I, I think, look, I think I've already covered that off, right, in terms of them making mistakes, right, and that we expect better, right? We can call Jim a liar. It's everyone, look, everyone's going to interpret it to a different degree, right? But that's not the point I'm trying to make here, right? Even if you, what I'm saying to you, you can see Sony for what they are before you've invested into their ecosystem this generation, right? And you have an, an option to go elsewhere, right? That's the beauty of it. And I've already said, right, about uh, Jim Ryan, he's casting doubts in terms of if he, if he is the guide. And I may not have alluded it to it like, you know, bluntly enough, but you can you can read in my undertones, right, in terms of exactly where I've positioned Jim right now. Is he the guy to take it forward? Because I've already said that, right? Yeah. So it's a case of I've got an issue with what you're saying, Boom, or you are comedian. No, right? no, we understand that. Listen, we're never going to always going to agree. I mean, I completely understand no, no, what your 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 position. The sentiment, the sentiment that you have put across is absolutely correct, right? So I don't have any issue with that. So I'm just going to finish off my point here. I promise. I'm only just going to be a few seconds. So even if you didn't order like a, a PlayStation, uh, a, a, if if you did order a PS5, and now you're re- seeing all this being revealed, right? And you can judge for yourself that hang on a minute, this is not what I signed up for, and and Sony want my generational loyalty if they're already treating me like this, even before I've released. The, even though before the system is released, the issue is, as I said, that we expect better from Sony upfront and to be upfront and honest, right? And I'm, that's where I'm sort of being a bit diplomatic than calling them an outright liar. I'm just saying, hey, we want honesty. We all want transparency from game companies or anyone we support.
poor with our hard-earned cash. That's, a, that's a, every individual's fundamental right. We want the connection and the respect from the ecosystem that we reside in and, we, and that we've come to love and call home. And it, and it goes both ways, right? It's not Sony dictating to us or us to them or you to Microsoft or to Nintendo and vice versa. But what Microsoft are doing is obviously right now much more appealing. This is perhaps a less than pleasant experience, right? And even a shock for some, right? Given that all that has gone before. But look at look, but look, at the end of the day, Microsoft and Sony are in a tussle, right? Sony are a smaller size company and Microsoft have made it known to them, right? And for me, Sony have been an underdog ever since Microsoft came into it. I remember when the original Xbox uh, was announced and launched in Bill Gates. Every press, media, magazine was saying, oh, you know what, Xbox can probably afford to put an Xbox machine into everybody's home free of charge. Well, how is Sony going to compete with that? I remember those headlines, right? And whatever the crazy that there were. That was 20 years ago. So, But what I will say is give Sony some credit, right? Because Sony have been the weapon Xbox fans have been using and wielding to obtain, change, to obtain the change that was necessary from Xbox. And I think if you're an Xbox fan, you know, you can be proud. Yeah, no doubt about that. You know, Pope, I, I want to bring this to you because you have something that none of us have had. And that is a personal relationship with uh, an Aaron, with Aaron Greenberg. You, you, you've talked to him. You've, you, uh, you can reach out to him on a whim, which is pretty damn awesome. Uh, for you, seeing his um, validation in the form of what's going on with Xbox now and hearing Albert Pinello go out there and put people on blast. Now, granted, Albert didn't specifically say IGN or Kotaku or a particular journalist, but if you wrote bad things about uh, Aaron, and I think that quite a, quite a few of these these so-so sites have in the past, it was pretty awesome to see Albert stand up for, well, obviously they're very good friends. What, what were your thoughts on this? Do you know what it is? I, I mean, obviously, because I see, see a lot of, in, in the panels, more or less answered the question really, you know, in the sense of why, does, why doesn't Sony people or, you know, focus more on Sony than, than left their attentions more on, uh, on Xbox, you know, but, yeah, I do speak to the guys personally, and I mean, you know, they're under huge pressure. Yes. Internally, um, and but people don't see that. You see, they just think, yeah, Phil and Aaron and I just sit at home and I don't know, or play computer games all day. You know, these guys are up day and night half the time, um, with like a few minutes to spare just to even respond to fans or. Um, answer my dms or something you know i mean i probably speak to phil more than i do with aaron to be fair but he's um the he's such a lovely guy honestly aaron will, will literally give you his heart and soul um so he, he's just as passionate as as we are as fans you know so sometimes yeah he does say things that you think oh you know you have to be careful on that in in and I know he does get he does <laughs> I know he does get wrong at his end for for sometimes you know but the um, I I just think the whole media thing it's 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 easy for them to pick on Xbox you know it, it's that's all it is it's just an easy target um, but I think the guys internally do they take it to heart probably um, but I think they're clever enough just to take it on the chin as well, you know. Um, 
and I think what we need to do as a community is just focus more not on what such and such said and this person said. It's just to to know what we said to the guys at Xbox is being listened to and, and being acted on. Because um, it's only going to get better, you know. And are yeah. going to make and are they going to make mistakes? Of course they are, you know. I mean, we is we is just you know the the bottom of the pile in terms of you know the the priority of anything in the gaming world is you know, where the customer are at the end of the day. But the I think with them they don't look at us as that. I mean, I always got told when I spoke to the guys that. Uh, at xboxes you know they, they look at it as a like a soccer team you know um we are we are the the 11th player like you know um and that's kind of how they refer to it as inside you know as we as a community are just as important to the brand as as they are to running the business you know yes i agree yep. um, and i think to be personally attacked, I don't think, you know, Aaron's big enough and daft enough and kind enough to just forgive anybody, you know. Um, and I think he'll just take it on the chain. He'll, he'll obviously be careful what he says and does. Um, and these media sites, it, it does boil my piss a little bit, like when they get free goodies from Xbox. Like, you know, you just think, why, how did you deserve that? You know, when there's... There's people like yourselves in these podcasts working night and day to to do content, and all the dealers and the, the cults and uh, and everybody else working so hard. Even like uh, streamers, you know, they're doing like eight to twelve hour days playing games. Obviously, they have to make a business, but at the end of the day, it, it's it's all around the Xbox brand, you know. Um, so, so I just think, yeah, I just think I, I tend to ignore all gamer media now. Um, I have done for a while, to be fair. I'd rather trust people like yourselves to, to, to tell us what's going on, you know, or even just the people at Xbox. Um, and, I th- and I think the gamer media need, needs to just grow up a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, oh, definitely for sure. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. The the one thing that I have noticed is someone has been gaming for a very long time who used to run to his local Optimo uh, with my pop to get my newest magazine, whether that be import from the UK, whether it be import from Japan, whether that be, uh, you know, uh, Gamers Republic, you know, Die Hard Gamer. Uh, you know, Game Pro, EGM, when it was a thing, when, you know, you get a magazine that was 400 pages thick that you can choke a horse with. Uh, you know, you, th- those journalists uh, are are long gone. But th- those, I mean, the only, the only journal, the, the only publication, which is, is not even in print anymore, uh, or on, 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 about to be done with print is Game Informer. Like I still enjoy reading what I, I still like. That's one of the sites I will support. I like Game Informer. I know that they've had some changes. Uh, Andy left, and uh, he's doing a different thing right now. But it's uh, it's it's one of the few publications that I still read. Now, granted, I've as as you know, as someone that produces content, I, I'm reading 
articles all the time. And there are a few sites that I that I enjoy going to, like Game Rant. Uh, this is a particular one I happen to enjoy. Um, you know, and obviously Industry.biz is one of them. You know, they're, they're, you, sometimes they're great, and sometimes you know it's questionable. Uh, but the the I agree with you. I think that the the journalists of today are children. And they don't know how to manage themselves as professionals. This is just my personal opinion. They certainly do not take pride in their work. And, and fortunately, this is a very, very click-based um, industry. And if you're not getting clicks, you're not winning. And unfortunately, a guy like Aaron, who's a good guy, who is someone that is on social media on a regular basis, uh, is uh, they, they, they seem to pick on him. And I, and I, I think that it, it's pretty gross. But I'm going to be honest with you, Pope. I, I think that yeah. uh, Albert. It's just because of his soft nature. You see yes, you that's exactly why, because his, they take his kindness for weakness. And I believe that. Um, but you know what? Let me, let me bring um, Crispy Bomb because Crispy, I, I know that you're going to snag on to this particular topic because obviously it is a it is a spicy one. Uh, you've seen how uh, this media and, and, and you know obviously the, the community is always going to be communities because you don't know who you're dealing with, right? Like you, you you're, you're going to come across someone that's going to say something terrible, and they have no footprint whatsoever in in, in social media, and they're just being a you know just a troll. But when the gaming media sinks their teeth into Aaron, and they've done this quite often, not only is it disgusting, it's disturbing because they're supposed to be they're supposed to represent the brand that they are writing for. And there seems to be, in my opinion, zero accountability um, for their actions when they go, I think, too far. Now, Albert Purnell, like we were talking about, and I didn't send you the show notes, had said some pretty choice things. And let me just, uh, I'll read them again, because again, you normally, you have the show notes, you jumped in late. So um, this, you know, talking, this, he, he responded uh, publicly after the changes that Sony basically did uh, regarding their, uh, you know, you have to buy PlayStation 5 to play this or that, or, you know, next generation starts with the PS5, PS4 only. Owners, you know, you, you you know, you have you have to up, upgrade if you want to play some of the newer titles. And that turned out to be a lie. Um, and uh, he said, "Interesting, in, interesting turn of events today. Things that were held at, at, as being core to Sony's philosophy in parentheses, we believe in generations." And bad messaging by Microsoft when they announced that console exclusives also coming onto PC were both embraced today in in today's show. Good validation for Xbox strategy. And then he just and he and he sums it up with, "I'm just reminded of all the crap that was thrown to Aaron Greenberg over console exclusive messaging, which is very which was very clear and very accurate." Only to have it show up at the top of the Sony show today, I assume there'll be a flood of apologies in Aaron's feed. What, what, what are your thoughts on a very good friend, former uh, employee from Xbox, or someone a higher up of the Xbox, jumping to Aaron's defense and kind of calling people out? Well, number one, Albert is a stand-up guy. Yes, I mean, he that's- is. That that's that's something that a lot of people don't see. They don't understand like the reason why us Xbox fans are such just just want to see it do good is because we know the good people that are there. And and unfortunately, it does come off as weakness at times. Um, but it, we see through that because the, the loud few that that say stupid things and and call them out are starting to look real dumb at this point. And that's 
that's because we saw through all that and we said, well, Phil's there. You got guys like Aaron Greenberg. You got these these great studios that they've acquired that these these people are constantly giving us information, whether it be a small tidbit. You know, I mean, I see people posting Instagram from Ninja Theory and stuff like that. Like these people just love to to produce great games that people can enjoy. And and that's that's the whole point of of the, the Xbox we know now. And, you know, to, to bring Sony into this, um, you know, they they, they flip flopped. They flip flop like uh, the loud few in their community have 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 done. Yes. So, um, you you can do whatever you want. You're you're your company, but the, you know the messaging involved is that you know people had to go out and buy a PlayStation Five. Um, and and all of a sudden, right before you do the the pre orders, you you decide against that. And that's because the people that aren't speaking are aren't loud, are the ones that are like, well, what the heck, like. I can't play Miles Morales, you know, and, and for all we know, they could have done like little email blasts of just, you know, surveys or something like that. Um, maybe, you know, the, the SOC, that problem actually exists and they were concerned that they would lose uh, people's interest in the PlayStation five, at least for this small period of time going into the holiday. There's a lot of things you can go at as far as that, as far as what Aaron has went through, my God, you know, he's, He's gotten trashed so hard, especially by the media. Yeah. I mean, we, we could sit here and have those loud few. Even some of us were like, ah, yeah, you, you didn't do good there, buddy. But we, we're a little less, you know, uh, uh, mean about it, we should say. But then the media gets mean about it. Like, it, do you have anything better to do? Do you have games to play? Because, you know, <laughs> a lot of these a lot of these sites are, are very, you know, at, at least for this past seven years are very pro PlayStation. PlayStation can do no wrong. We talk smack about Xbox all day. And it just, it, it baffles my mind that some of them are just, they're going to sit on that throne until it crumbles under them. And it, and that's what they're going to do because, you know, I already see it in the community. Some people are like, uh, 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 what do I do now? I, I've been trashing Xbox forever, but, but they, they actually made a gigantic move. Probably one of the biggest in gaming history. Um, what do I do? And it's just like, none of us saw that coming, but it happened. And now they have to deal with it. And the media is going to have to deal with it because as people see how you, you can't have your controller, except if you play place, I, I don't understand this, that the DualShock 4, you can't use it unless it's a PlayStation 4 controller. I just, it, it baffles my mind. Like you're charging people $70 for every accessory and everything, you know, and you have this higher price hike for what? There's something going on in the back room there, or they just want to push that narrative and make extra money. But no, I, I think that uh, you you said it. I think that the SOC issue uh, is bigger than anyone wants to admit at Sony. I think that they had to eat, the rumor was eat $100 per console. And I think that uh, they are trying to make that money on the back ends of its fans, i.e. us. Because obviously I'm getting a PlayStation 5. Obviously I'm buying the Miles Morales game because quite frankly, I really enjoyed Spider-Man 2018 and I love Insomniac. Now I don't, I was buying one. What I didn't like is all the lies that came out of both companies uh, and how they positioned themselves as being, it's going to be this way or the highway. And they had, and they turned on a dime, which was not cool. 
Uh, I'm happy for the people that don't have to buy PlayStation 5 so they can enjoy Spider-Man as I'm going to enjoy it. But I think that a lot of what you talked about uh, might be the reason why games are $70. There might be a reason why Microsoft is still charging $60 for a new controller where Sony is charging $70. Right. So, I mean, it, there could be there could be some truth to what you were talking about. Absolutely. And and that's where we come into Game Pass at this point. You don't it, and you could use your phone. Come on. You mm -hmm. could use your phone. You could you could you know, you're probably going to have an app come on the TVs very soon. I have a Samsung TV. I won't be surprised if one just pops up one day. And and this is what Xbox is doing. They're saying, you know what? These barriers that we've placed ourselves in for, you know, seven years ago. We're done with them, and this is all Phil's vision. This is this is exactly why Bethesda has 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 done this with them because you know they see this this man Phil who just wants to get more games to more people, and you know there's a lot of people that are much less fortunate than than many of us that are here right now that maybe just barely could get a cell phone, and how you might be able to play on that. That that's that's pretty incredible, and you know the, the strategy, the worldwide strategy, it's there now. Um, you know, it, them releasing you know high you know consoles throughout the whole world is it, it was impressive to me because as you know Xbox One launched, we didn't see that. You know, we saw them go straight America. Now, from from what I understand, for the most part, PlayStation did did it just for America this time. So it, it's it's literally I'm watching a a complete total role reversal. Yes, it's, it's it's just it's it's turning itself on its head, and and everything that Xbox screwed up, they looked arrogant. They looked, you know, Donnie Donnie Matrick looked like a you know he didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? And that's that's the worst part of it is that now we're seeing like Jim Ryan just not able to you know fathom that you know a lot of fans just won't like that and. And this goes back to what Aaron, like Aaron is just trying to be as, as, as clear as possible. And sometimes it gets taken the wrong way. And I'll just leave it at that. I think, yeah, no, uh, I, mean... I think, sorry as well, yeah, you know, back in the day, it was like, you know, the, the, the original Xbox, oh, it's, it's huge, you know, it's massive, this thing, you know, it's, so, you know, the, the focus, their attention on the Xbox S to try and minimize it. Well, the, the for how much hardware they've had to put in these new Xboxes, they've also focused their attention on that as well. Because, I mean, I build these 3D models for real. And um, the the S Series S and the X are, are comfortable sizes, like. But that when I when I did the model for the PS5, Jesus Christ, that thing is big, like. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, like. <laughs> like, so, you know, I think... Well, when people actually get these in their homes, that's when you're going to start seeing the comments of, okay, now, like, this thing's huge, you know? Um, <laughs> because even I, even I had to cheat the 3D model, the, the perspectives on my renders, just to make it look not the size of a freaking skyscraper, you know? Because I was like, God, this thing's huge. It really yeah. is. And I'm, and I'm just scared for PlayStation that... They like you say the the rules are being reversed. Yeah, like you know the the comments that Xbox got hit with in 2013, etc. Um, I think surely they should go, you know, towards Sony's end. But you know for a fact that it's not. You know the media is going to cover that well up. Uh, but yeah, I, I I just thought I would add that in. You know because it's. 
it's a it's a fucking monster like yeah well it, it definitely is going to give people trouble and people will be buying new pieces of furniture where they have their tvs to better equipped and store you're gonna need new... to build an extension on your house man oh, you, you know what you, you, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right about that pope and you and unfortunately and you would know that um so listen folks here's the thing we had almost 850 people here and that is obviously a new record for this small show um I have to say thank you so much for uh, you guys and gals being here, supporting Double Barrel Gaming, supporting the Xbox Factor podcast. Uh, I just want to do a quick shout-out to Mrs. Boom. She gave me this shirt today. As you can see, uh, it's my 50th birthday with Link on there, which I thought was pretty damn dope. Uh, and she gave me that this morning. I have another one that I'm going to be displaying tomorrow. Uh, no, no, no one's better than Mrs. Boom. Uh, constantly shocking me and blowing me out of the water. But what I wanted to do is, uh, on camera, is honestly just tell you guys and gals, thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart for supporting this dream. This has been something that I've always wanted to do. I finished one career. I started this as a hobby, and it has now exploded into something that I could not have imagined. The last couple of shows, this week specifically, I've seen an increase in everything, views, subs, super chats, and I am honestly thoroughly moved beyond words. So I wanted to get on camera and just, you know, tell you to your faces that it is tremendously and honestly and greatly appreciated. And, you know, obviously this was a fantastic show. We got a chance to, of course, um, be with the Xbox Pope. We got an extra guest at towards the end. Of course, Crispy will be returning in his seat tomorrow morning on Breakfast with Boom. And of course, I want to get to the outros. But before I do, let me just catch up on some of these super chats that have come in, and quite a few of them have. We all let me see. Let me get to the private chat. Um, we had Stitch6669 drop an outstanding five dollars super chat. Says Pope. When can we expect the new controllers, meaning the Series X and or Elites? Also, can we send in our controllers and can I get my Series X done in that amazing artwork? So ne next year for next-gen controllers and PlayStation 5 controllers, probably not so much Elites because I tend to keep away from them. Well, those are already expensive in themselves. Well, yeah, it's not. It's not as it's not about the expense. It's just to have a few teeth and problems, and and I can't be bothered with returns. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. So that's the only reason why I don't touch them. Um, and and that's it. Right? Next year's, and it's going to be a whole new design range. And I should have some facility to make and produce in the UK as well. Nice. So, that is fantastic information, dude. Congratulations it's getting on that. There. And then also possibly maybe next year you might see some some big licensing deals. Nice. So Excellent. you might see some more branded stuff. Okay. Um, I am working with two massive huge game developers at the minute. So look out for them. Big nice. drum. Uh, and also two very well established uh, PC companies. Very nice. So things are moving. It just takes time. That's all. Well, listen, it can, uh, listen. Uh, we wish you all the best of luck, and we will support you. As a matter of fact, the coder is in my cart. I'm literally going to uh, order it as soon. Yes, that's right. It's, it's, I'm going to order it as soon as I'm done with the show because I don't. I didn't nice. want to multitask. Yeah. So. Well, happy birthday for the morrow. Oh, thank you very much. Definitely appreciate that, Pope. Real quick, we have Element OPO. Drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, Pope, love your concepts. Custom decals coming soon, he wants to know. 
uh, what a custom custom you know, decals. Yeah, I mean, I need, I'm trying to focus more on the fact that I want to give you the whole shebang, you know, gotcha. brand brand new controller, box, everything. But yes, there there is going to be vinyl sticker versions because I'm trying to appeal to everybody, you know. But yeah, that's that's uh, again, that's a great but, way to do it for sure. But it's, it's not my favorite route I want to do, you know, because I want you to feel the whole experience rather than um, just a sticker. Just the sticker. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, real quick, we have fun speculation drops an outstanding $2 super chat. Says this panel is too much of an upgrade. Boom. Oh, well, thanks, dude. Super appreciate that. Mark Cardwell drops an outstanding $5 super chat. And he says this, uh, uh, Pope, I want a, uh, a Guinness themed Xbox Series X. <laughs> That would be pretty, pretty dope. But if you Did can get you one, that, to... um, I don't know. I kind of see the word because I'm, I'm, I'm hopeless because I'm dyslexic. You see, but that pizza place yesterday. Oh, DiGiorno. Oh, ah, so they ended up following us, right? So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, okay. So I followed them back, and then they dropped in my DM, and they were like, oh my god, we're, we're, how can we make this? You know, so I, I'm, there might be one of them being made, and then the, obviously the guys from Microsoft were saying, have you seen how many emails we're getting about? making this controller <laughs> that is so, hilarious dude yeah, well listen uh, hopefully and and the messages and they went we're, we're, we're trying to get you verified and i was like shut up man <laughs> awesome I, lo I, lo I love hearing this is or i think that if anyone deserves yeah. it hope it is certainly you uh warwick gaming channel drops a two dollar super chat and says top podcast boom well thank you warwick super appreciate that dragon wolf drops an outstanding 10 Dollar super chat says, I know I'm early, but happy birthday for tomorrow. Boom, you old fart. Yes, I am old. Uh, and I'll be joining you at 50 in two weeks. Well, happy birthday there, dude. So you'll always be the slightly older fart than me. Have a great day, dude. Well, yes, I don't mind being a little older one, potentially wiser, but thanks so much for the $10 super chat, dude. Alex Cullion drops a $2 super chat and says, Xbox Series X times four for me, Xbox Series S, four for the kids, a win. Well, indeed, and that is a big win for sure pixel bit g drops another um two dollars super chat and says they didn't revert game was always built for the playstation 4 i believe that as well reggie mobile um uh drops an outstanding five dollar super chat thank you for being here reggie he says great show i think sony came in arrogant thought that they were going to be exclusives like starfield found out that xbox plans and and had to change indeed that could be it a very good friend of the show chaos theory drops a five dollars super chat says happy 50th boom well thank you dude bounty boom another generous friend of the show drops a two dollars super chat says great show hit that like button trip trippy frog drops an outstanding five dollars super chat says happy birthday boom great show as usual thank you dude i'm glad that you enjoyed it but thank you for the birthday wishes dragon heart yobi drops another super chat for two dollars and says you need merch boom yeah i'm i'm you know what it's funny Zemi and I just had that conversation, and I am working on it as we speak. Uh, we have Michael Miner drops an outstanding $4 super chance. This great show, man. We'll be coming. Oh, we'll become a member tomorrow. Well, dude, thank you for that. That's awesome, bro. Thank you so much. And let's get let's get everyone out of here, folks. So again, this has been a solid two hours, record-breaking once again. Lots of really cool information. We got a chance to learn about the Pope, learn about Pope art, and hopefully you will be uh, transitioned to potentially buy. Hey, I'll tell you what, just just 
just breaking news, not not the not the Amazon thing. The uh, people are buying the controllers. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Sales, oh well, sales, listen, sales are selling. Well, listen, that was the point of this. Uh, that was the, that was the whole point of this, Pope, is to get you out there. Again, I don't have a big reach like, let's say, a dealer gaming, for instance. Uh, that that uh, guy has an ar- long arm of the law. We love dealer. Uh, I, I'd love to see you maybe potentially get on his show and really expand your business. But hopefully we have helped you uh, push that brand. I mean, that was the whole point of you being on here besides wanting to hang out with the Pope, because guess what? I got, I can say that I had the Xbox Pope on my show and that is a big deal. Pope, do me a favor, brother. Where could people reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, where could they check out the Pope art for sale in the form of custom controllers? So you'll find us on Twitter and Instagram as Xbox Pope. And the website is Pope Art, well, Pope-PopeArt.com. And the reason why it says it's Pope lowercase art is it's pop art, really, you know. Yes, or, pop art with the o, with the E being uh, small. Yeah, I was trying to be clever. Maybe it's too clever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, dude. For my uh, well, boots, because I'm I'm coming up with that fifty age mind boom. So you know, <laughs> uh, wait, I'm getting a bit old myself. <laughs> no, we get, well, yeah, we're getting a little long in the tooth, and maybe our memory isn't as uh, stout as it once was. Uh, next up, we'll go with Zemi Games. Zemi, you obviously are our resident chef bravest man of the panel for sure uh we got a chance to uh plow through a man of madan uh we got a couple of achievements we didn't do the goal of killing everyone or saving everyone so i'm a little disappointed but we're in in round two as we speak and we're doing things much differently tell everyone where they can find you on social media check out your youtube channel and also find you on twitch yeah, absolutely. So guys, I have two YouTube channels. The first one's called Zimmy Games, where I do a bunch of gaming related content, uh, such as, um, you know, uh, tutorial videos, uh, gaming news, uh, game reviews, that type of uh, that type of stuff. Then I also have a second YouTube channel that's called Zimmy Eats, where I do cooking uh, recipe videos and food reviews and stuff like that. And I've, I've actually been slacking more on that second uh, channel than I really should be. Uh, but I am trying to get back into it and post uh, some more cooking videos uh, on that channel. Uh, you guys can also find me uh, at Zimmy Games on Twitter, uh, and I always say this in every show, but you know, uh, I, I'm 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 being serious. My DMs are always open. If you heard something on today's show that I said uh, that you agree with or even disagree with, feel free to send me a DM and you know let me know and 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 let's jump into a conversation. I love interacting with the community that way, uh, and I and I truly mean that. Um, and then also, lastly, I do have a Twitch channel called Zimmy uh, Games as well. And I stream a variety of games on there. Uh, in fact, tomorrow, uh, probably relatively early in the morning, I, I don't know exactly what time, but I will be tweeting out um, what time I will be going live. I will actually be streaming uh, Mafia, the Definitive Edition, which is a remake of uh, the very first Mafia game that released. You're several, very excited for that, by the way. I am super excited about that, man. <laughs> like whenever they pushed it back, like I like I was like, okay, you know, they they gotta they they're pushing it back for a reason, right? Like I'm 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 a huge advocate for for letting giving developers time to do you know what they need to do, right? Uh, but but I was heavily disappointed that I had to wait like an additional two months. So I'm super excited for that game, man, and I I, I cannot wait. 
Well, listen, great to have you on today's show, and obviously cannot wait to hear more about your uh, exploits with Mafia Definitive Edition, which looks amazing, and I'm definitely getting that for sure. Uh, next up, Boxer Bear, you, my friend, have been tearing up the charts with your incredible videos. As a matter of fact, I think you banged out two this week, so good yeah. on you. You know, you obviously are still working, you still have your family to take care of, and you're still on this show, but you still found time. To do these incredible videos, tell everyone about your outstanding YouTube channel. But more importantly, where could people find you on social media? Yeah, well, first, thanks again for having me. It's been uh, my pleasure as always. Very nice meeting the Pope um, here on the show. We have been um, communicating over Twitter a bit, um, but we never spoken to each other. So that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, you can find my YouTube channel um, at Boxenberger and the same on Twitter and Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, everywhere, Boxenberger. Um, yeah, this week has been a crazy week for the channel. Um, I put, Like you said, I put out two videos um, because there were just so many news and I had to put in... Uh, one or two night shifts <laughs> <laughs> so i like i said uh, on twitter i don't get used to it um, i won't be able to do that every week but um yeah uh it's been great um the the comments and discussions uh on the topics on on my channel have been fantastic um and yeah uh go check it out well, listen, yeah, definitely go uh, check out. I, I, I like to consider um, uh, Boxer Bear or Archimedes, as he's known to us, a certainly an upcoming and rising star within the uh, content creation community. His work is honest, it's pure, it's thought provoking. And if you're not subscribed, I say, what are you waiting for? Next up, you know him as VJ. I know him as someone that is constantly bringing thought provoking conversation to each program that he's on. He's been quite busy. As a matter of fact, he's been so busy, he might have given him himself laryngitis or potentially uh, you know, uh, uh, the sniffles, but he was here today to drop his knowledge as usual. And VJ, I'm not sure if you saw it. A lot of people appreciate the banter and fire that you bring to the conversation. Tell everyone where they can find you on other podcasts, but more importantly, where could they find you on social media? Thanks, Boom. Um, I just wanted to say, um, fantastic to set up Xbox Pope coming onto your channel. I've never met him, and uh, I just want to say that was a great pleasure. Zemi Games, Archimedes, we're always in, uh, on the show together. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. I'm Chris always Pope. shocked when people say that, you know, when they, they get excited about meeting the Xbox Pope. <laughs> just give me your blessing, sir. <laughs> honestly, when I honestly you know a true story, when I, true story, when I'm speaking on Teams with the Microsoft guys. Even they're like fanboying. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you're the Xbox Pro. And I'm just going, yeah, man. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just a normal guy, man. <laughs> and um, it, it was a really good surprise as well. Crispy Bomb was always a pleasure. And um, and boom, um, I just wanted to say, I noticed um, there was obviously a lot of support, but I noticed that um, I may have caused some um, discourse in the chat. No, no, not at all, brother. No, no, no. Listen, you're entitled to your opinion, no, you, no, and no, you no. and you word it well. No, no, sorry, Boom. I just want to apologize if I've said anything discourteous or got my facts wrong. No. Again, no, again, Not if I've offended anyone's sensibilities in the chat, please accept my apologies. I and think it amazing me, like. And man, dude, if if we all agreed on this podcast, it would be super. It'd be boring, boring as hell. It, it would be boring, boring as hell. Your opinion, bro, did fantastic. I thought. Okay, thank thank you very much, Boom. And uh, Boom, yeah, um, 
you, you know that I may be on a lot of different podcasts, but this is the one, you know, where one of the ones definitely where uh, it's like coming back home. So uh, it's much appreciated. Thank you for having me on. Well, it's great to have you on. And obviously you are on Greenpoint um, as well. And, and that's weekly on Sundays, I believe. That's right. And you've also joined uh, the ranks of four guys with quarters with clowns. Yep. So you are getting your you're definitely putting the work in and certainly everyone appreciates you. And I, and I want to say this uh, Greenpoint Gaming uh, is uh, is uh, is an up and coming Xbox site. I want to funnel um, some of my subscribers over to them. Uh, they are relatively new. They're out of the UK. I've had a chance to work with them. I'm going to have both those guys on my show. I've had Flap on here. He's very well-spoken. And I think that uh, if you're looking for another uh, positive, thought-provoking uh, uh, discussion type of podcast uh, and that's, that focuses on the brand that we love, head over to, of course, that's, uh, find him on Twitter um, and, you know, at Greenpoint Gaming. Oh, correction! It is uh, it is Green Pass Gaming. Why I get do I keep con- saying I, I get confused all the Jesus. time. It is, a, it is a really new show, but it is actually oh, very, very. I was so hesitant to correct Boom in case I got. Yeah, a you know what, dude? Yeah. I keep doing that. I am. I am. I, I do too. I do too. Miserable. I'm a terrible host. Listen, it's That's what green. happens when you get a fifty and uh, you stop. Uh, you know, I I should have to pay five dollars to them every time I get it wrong. So I'm gonna make sure that you know, obviously, I get it right. It's Green Pass. P A S S. Uh, gaming and listen, I I really endorse those guys highly. I think that they are fantastic, and I will not get that wrong again, even if I got to tape it above my head. So I think, <laughs> don't say stupid green point. What is wrong with me? And uh, crispy, you, my friend, um, you came in at the last minute, but we love your banter. We love your sensibility. You're always very honest, uh, even though you might rub people the wrong way. You don't give a shit, and I love that about you. Tell everyone. What other podcasts you on, as well as where they can find you on social media? Oh, thanks. You know, I got I saw the invite. I was like, oh no! And then you're like, well, Pope kind of you know went in on what he was saying. Pope, it is a pleasure. Uh, Wayne's World, we are not worthy. You, you get sir. Um, uh, <laughs> as we would say, how do we in shite? Yes, <laughs> it just means hey, you're, you're too kind. <laughs> uh, it's it's an honor and congratulations uh boom congrats yeah i mean this is what i love about being on this this show and and you know you know breakfast with boom is that you know we we have good conversations and and we talk it out and we're not yelling at each other and being being you know stupid and 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 talking down on a certain console we are just critiquing them and that's what matters it is at crispy bomb on twitter you can find me crispy bomb 28 xbox live hit me up i do play games i play lots of games if it's on game pass i will play it we got a big show tonight next podcast 7 p.m yep i'm sure it's gonna be fiery and and we are going to be throwing those l's out there i'm just saying i i have a place for to lay my head with that type of stuff we got breakfast with boom another big show tomorrow morning 10 a.m definitely be there boom is is bringing out the red carpet for himself and handing out gift cards baby so yes it's yes. gonna be fun it's and gonna be then, a lot of fun yeah and then finally the retro renegades tuesday night 7 p.m it, it is a just have fun podcast we just bs talk games talk whatever's going on in our life drink some beer have some fun that's what we do there 
thank you again for having me on. Ah, dude, anytime, brother. You're always welcome. And yes, so tomorrow morning's Breakfast at Boom is my birthday bash, and you are going to potentially win one of six $25 gift cards. Matter of fact, I just added two. Originally, it was going to be four. We've added $50 more, so it's going to be six gift cards and a digital copy of Resident Evil 3, both the single player and multiplayer that was donated by a very good friend of the show, Asante, who was in the chat. Um, and uh, yeah, all you got to do is be uh be in the chat that's it you don't got to be a channel member you don't have to of course um buy anything you just simply in the chat hanging out with us and i'm going to drop everyone's name into a picker and whatever it spits out you are the winner so don't worry will about be, that will there be any mrs boom cakes there you know what she is making a cherry pie for well, me I'm uh, okay i'm gonna be there then. <laughs> um, okay. no doubt about that for sure because i asked for that specifically because you know we are watching our weights and it's going to be made with love and of course the best ingredients possible uh and also the two special guests that we're going to have i can't believe we're having these titans on at the same time as a matter of fact I'm not even worthy of it. We're having King David and Wilmy Hood come on. And I don't know if they're going to wrestle each other, you know, MMA style, but they're definitely going to be throwing out some elbows and L's, like Crispy Bomb said, towards, unfortunately, Sony, because they're going to be the crux of the uh, conversation tomorrow, especially concerning the Spider-Man uh, information that was just released by both Sony and Insomniac. And I, all I can say is, Shame on them. But listen, tune in to that 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, before we get out of here, one of the Super Chat came in. Dragonheart Yobi shows his generosity again with another $5 Super Chat and says, How the tables have turned with Sony and Xbox. Whoa. Indeed, my friend. So, listen, I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully, it will be one day important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me. It made me a better police officer. In fact, it made me a better human being. And he used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.